Warning, the following episode of Orsini's Uncensored Mind contains explicit language and adult content. The thoughts and opinions stated on the show are reflective of A.J. Orsini and his guests exclusively. But seriously, guys, the show's called Uncensored. If you got a problem with bad language, I really don't give a shit. <laughs> your host of Orsini's Uncensored Mind. I am A.G. Orsini and I'm going to be once again when I hit the button. Boom! Joined by your boy Deceive Dave. Dave, we is we is live. Mm-hmm. We is live we right are. now. It's been a while. It's, it's been a while. What was the last one we did live? Uh, according to my program, I believe it was I don't recall because it was here. <laughs> it's been a while. We were supposed to be live for the Royal Rumble, as the French would say, uh, but we had, or I had, or we had, I had, I had some personal issues, some things going down, and we could not make it, but we are here. Uh, mm. Thankfully, we didn't talk about the Royal Rumble, because I would have pulled what remaining strands of Homer Simpson-like hair out of my head over that entire pay-per-view, but we are here for positive reinforcement today. Today mm-hmm. is a day to rejoice. Today is a day of positivity. We will be talking positive things about professional wrestling today. Uh, I have—I am just as guilty as everybody else, Dave, of be, sometimes being too critical. Sometimes I'm too critical. Not you. You're a big Tony Khan guy. That's your mm. number one man. Everyone knows that. But I have been very critical of the program. Not tonight. Tonight mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Tonight okay. I have, today I, I really feel... Like, this is going to go well. This is going to go swimmingly. I can't wait. Now, you and I, Dave, we are not alone tonight. This is a roundtable discussion. Absolutely. So I'd like to bring in the rest of the panel for tonight's festivities. Uh, I'd like to introduce a new voice to our CD's uncensored mind here. He's going to start with the new first? Yeah, we're going to start with the rookie. Rookie's going to get in here first. We're going to bring in the rook now. I'd like to let everyone know that I, I choose carefully when I bring new voices onto this show because I've been burned before in the past. But this gentleman, this gentleman is many things. He has a, a jack of all trades. This guy does every job in the book, sometimes all of them all at once in one wrestling show. Uh, this gentleman is the other voice of Global Syndicate Wrestling. I'm the commentator, and he's the ring announcer. 
uh, one of the more knowledgeable men that I've had the privilege of working with, and I, I, I have him on such a high pedestal that I actually thought for a minute he might tell me to f off when I told him to get on my podcast. But tonight can't is, afford me, kid. Uh, I, I, I can't. You know, I had to put a down payment on and all that stuff, and put a retainer in for the man. I had to put him on I, I had to reserve this block of time, which is why I was in such a rush to get on the air here. Listen, but of course, I'm talking about the man, the myth, the legend. Mr. Brian Tamborello, he is joining us here on the podcast or CD's Uncensored Mind. Thank you, Mr. Yes. Tamborello. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, AJ, uh, you, you messaged me, and I was, absolutely I would come on. <laughs> At yeah. first he thought I was asking him to listen to it. Because he responded yeah, like, yeah, all right, dude, sure, I'll listen. I thought he was just throwing his like his podcast out there, and I was like, yeah, just man, I'll, I'll definitely. I'll yeah, sure. I'm going to message no. him privately to shill my shit. That's what I'm going to hey, do. Man. Uh, hey, I'm going live on this day. You that's, should check me out. That's how humble a guy this guy is. He's getting a message for a podcast, and he's like, sure, man, you've got my list. And I'm like, no, sir, I need you to speak your mind on this program. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, and is that the, a comment to his humbleness or what? He, how douchey he thinks you are? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the, watch my shit privately. Watch my shit. You didn't even make yeah. a post. Because I don't oh, want, you know, in case man. he says no, fuck off. I don't want that to be public. I don't want. There's no download on Facebook yet. Uh, the last, it. the last guy that I want to bring on here onto the round table, I have to give this man full one hundred percent credit. He is the reigning, defending, yes. undisputed AEW. He is defending the defender of pay per views champion. He is. I remember. I, I, he we is. Will not the, forget. Yeah, we will never forget the name. His name runs in the annals or the annals or whatever of, of Orsini's <laughs> annals and through the annals of time. Orsini's uncensored mind, probably with the exception of Stephen James and Joe Pombo, probably the one guy who finds himself on this show the most often. But that's because he brings the heat. So Brian, this Brian, get ready because this man brings oh, wow. the heat. All right, man. Of I'll, course, I'm, ready. I'm talking yeah. about Mr. NPC himself. I'm talking about Xander Lit. He's back here <laughs> for the AEW Roundtable. I didn't want to do the man dirty because I did say that I wanted to start in this this year. I wanted to start bringing in some new voices and some new faces and kind of freshen the whole thing up. Yep. But he has argued with me for so goddamn long, and you guys don't even see a lot of the arguments happen privately. He, you, you, we, we curse each other out in private, okay? <laughs> but he's consistent down the line, and every pay-per-view we bring him on, and I give this man shit. But tonight, tonight is crow-eating night. <laughs> he stands tall. I am prepared to eat all the crows tonight. Because... He stands tall on his AEW <laughs> mountain tonight. <laughs> See, I've had the opposite experience of Brian. AJ did message me and said, hey, make sure you listen to this podcast. I got some good <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, absolutely not. Yes, You're going to be on. on this show. Fuck you. Either I'm on or that's it. That's all you're getting. As a matter of fact, look at I'm the host now. I'm the I'm host the now. Host now. <laughs> uh, this is we, my show. <laughs> so uh, we're, we did, my, me and Dave didn't miss the Royal Rumble, so we didn't get all the WWE juju out of our system. So we're saving that, I guess, for the WrestleMania roundtable. But tonight uh, is about being all elite and uh, all of us with vast uh, experiences and knowledge of the business uh, of different levels across the board. All of us, uh, as a matter of fact, Brian, I think you were just in the Manhattan Center, I believe, with GCW. Is that correct? 
I was, yeah. I got uh, I got brought on to do just a little uh, shoot some footage for a project, not necessarily for GCW, but for someone, uh, okay. their technical director. So I was able to uh, just kind of shoot some behind the scenes stuff. Uh, so I was there live watching it, and it was just awesome energy. Uh, I mean, it really, that's the first big show that, like, I mean, I, that I've been to that I haven't really like been a part of. I mean, I've, the GSW shows have been awesome, but I've been running around and stuff, and not really able to kind of like take it in. So this was like yeah. a good combination of of both of those. So um, yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was, did you guys watch? I'm assuming. Uh, I caught bits and little bits bit. and pieces. Yeah. <laughs> here's <clears throat> here's the thing. Uh, before they became Game Changer, they yeah. were they were Jersey Championship Wrestling. Right. I worked with Jersey Championship Wrestling. Oh, and, nice. And there was uh, I want to I don't want to say like a, a bunch of people, but there was like more than one individual kind of running the show. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I was doing the ring announcing at the time. And, okay. when, and when not ring announcing, obviously uh, commentating, but more ring announcing than anything else. And Very then cool. um, Danny DeMonto, at the time when he was a part of GCW, he he brought in uh, Larry, Larry Legend. Mm-hmm. So obviously, 1A, 1B, that's not going to work out. So I slid the commentary. After commentary, they had another guy they wanted to bring in. So as the last show they did as Jersey Championship Wrestling was at Six Flags in Jersey, uh, I did that show. And then when the ownership switched over to someone else they did a complete rebrand which didn't include aj orsini which mm. is fine i have no problem with that not the first company sure. not the last but uh <laughs> but uh, very true with that rebrand came a change also in creative direction sure and things started getting a little bit more deathmatchy and a little mm. bit more on the hardcore side which is fine it's their business model that's great but that means we're going uh, ideology splits. So even if right. I had stayed, I probably wouldn't have stayed. So it's 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 all good. But I I support all the guys and I wish them all the best of luck. And uh, that that was uh, from what I heard, a lot of people went home happy. So that's all that matters to me, man. Absolutely, that's all that matters. And I guarantee people will be leaving this pay per view completely astounded and completely happy about everything that took place. Now, Xander, last time you were on the round table, um. There was a lot of excitement surrounding that all-out pay-per-view. But yeah. if you want to be real about it, a lot of the excitement was what people thought might happen. There was a lot of rumors, and, oh, this guy might come and this guy come. As a matter of fact, the one you rub in my face, uh, uh, there's no way Danielson's coming. Not if Cole's going to be there. No way. That's not going to no happen. No way. Uh, Someone in this room, and I quote, <laughs> said, there is no way That's they right. blow their load on one on oh, one yeah. event. Oh, and wow. I remember distinctively saying, "Why not? <laughs> right? It. They, Just blow it all. They Get all the nuts you can while you still can." <laughs> there was also there was also someone in this room who was like, "There is no way anyone is following Punk. No way, yeah. not happening. No That's one's following right. Punk. Nope." <laughs> but I told you, AEW will always have the title match as the main event. Funny story, I still feel be. the Punk match was better, but it was the world title match that did go on last. Uh, right, Cage it, should, and Omega. it should always be the title match. Re- regardless of what's on the card, it should always be the championship that's match. That's the traditional way to go. If I was booking, that's the way it would be as well. But that takes us now to, to this particular pay-per-view where the fallout of All Out 
is pretty much on display here on this paper. Yes. Danielson, Cole, Moxley, Punk. We've got the names. We've got the star pyre. We also have a mixture of some of their homegrown talent that's going to be facing off against – there's a whole litany of things that we've got to get through. But before we do that, news done broke. It done broke 48 hours from tonight. Earth-shattering news. Probably more earth-shattering to the industry than the fan bases, if you think about it. We'll get into that in just a second. But uh, it was made announced. It was an announcement made this past Wednesday on Dynamite. Tony Khan had this big announcement, and boy, when Tony gets those announcements, he gets the shaking and he gets the nerves and all the stuff. <laughs> and you just knew it was going to be something huge. And I'm like, yes, our what 19th debut of the month? Let's go. Who did we <laughs> sign? And and my expectation was not destroyed because not only did he indeed sign, he signed everybody. <laughs> he signed an entire company under his umbrella, Ring of Honor, uh, formerly owned by Sinclair Broadcasting, now under the umbrella of Tony Khan and his brand, so to speak. Uh, we've got to talk about this, what this means for the future, what this means for the present. We still have our Supercard of Honor show scheduled for Dallas, Texas, the weekend of WrestleMania. We already have our main event for that show, Bandito and... Jonathan Gresham. Don't forget his name. I was speaking way too fast. Brain fart. But Jonathan Gresham, the octopus against Bandito to crown an undisputed Ring of Honor World Champion. That match takes place. There will be an amazing undercard that will be announced between now and April, but i got to pick brains. i got to find out where everybody's headed at. Uh, Xander, as the reigning defending defender champion of AEW, we will start with you. Uh, you. You have an extensive knowledge as well when it comes to Ring of Honor and the history and the past and all that stuff. Where... How does this purchase now affect where Ring of Honor business-wise goes from here? Where do you where do you think this lands them? To be honest, I think it folds it. Mm. Every, a lot of people don't like. A lot of people are excited. Yes, Tony Khan bought AEW, but what a lot of people forget is when AEW when uh, Ring of Honor first announced that they were shutting the doors, they said they were letting everybody out of their contracts on January first. Right. Tony Khan bought an empty building. Yes. A cadaver, and that's if you fine, will. <laughs> because there's a lot he wants to do with the Ring of Honor name. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's going to be talent. There's, he's already signed Jay Lethal. Uh, Jonathan Gresham and the Briscoes have been backstage at AEW for the past few weeks. So I'm sure they're on the way in as well. Um, I believe that they're not going to do anything with Ring of Honor going forward. Uh, I think the tape library was the big, the big get in this situation. But if I'm Tony Khan, a fun thing that you can do is after Supercard of Honor, all of the Ring of Honor champions immediately get a shot at the equivalent AEW champions. Okay. In like, that can be the next battle of the belts. And I think that would be a great show that would pull a lot of eyes on people who aren't getting eyes on them. Jonathan Gresham, the Briscoes, Deanna Parazzo. I know she's getting a lot of impact time, but... (laughs) She'll get national television time. And yes, Jonathan Gresham. Him versus Adam Page or Adam Cole, either or. Either Adam. <laughs> either or the Adam. Match, doesn't matter. That's that a good chance is a match worth an Adam. watching. 
It would. It would. Uh, let me put this up on the screen so that the crowd, the audience can see as well. James Branch, thank you, Zero, for being in the room. But isn't it just a library and name at this point since they released all their talent? Exactly the point Xander just made. However, that doesn't mean that some of those guys or even new faces could be signed at this point. He he owns it. He could do whatever he wants with it. If he just wants mm -hmm. to discard it, then fucking discard it. Or, as the rumor mill is uh, picking up, and Brian will turn to you on this one, there is talk now that Tony might have an idea of using Ring of Honor as some sort of a developmental system. Some sort of system in which they can send the talent not quite ready yet for a Dynamite or a Rampage and get them mixed in there with some veterans, probably sell some tickets to fans who are already used to this brand as it is. Do you think that that's something they either will do or even should do? Uh, I mean, I can see them going either way. I, I feel like I'm just happy that Tony and the and the AEW side of things are the ones that went out and put the money up. I'm not sure how much it was. I don't know if you guys have found the number or nothing official, but we're hearing numbers be anywhere between thirty and forty million for Ring of Honor. Okay, which All people right. are shitting I on just because they're like, "Oh my God, wasn't WCW like a dollar fifty? Yeah, they were like, oh, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't WCW, didn't, didn't they buy WCW with like an EBT card or something like that? Like, where, where <laughs> I you think it was like it was 2 million, 3 million. I think the, pers okay, the person who shit on yeah. the WCW purchased the most was Jericho. I don't know if you guys remember the comment right. where he was just like, when I found out what Vince paid for it, I'm like, damn, I wish I would have known. I would have bought it. I'm like, god damn. <laughs> how, how cheap was fucking WCW? But yeah, right. go ahead. Yeah, I, 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 just, I just don't know how they're... I don't think they would be able to run it just like just a regular, just as another promotion, just as it was. So if they do something where it were to be, uh, where just for like uh, the future of honor, like those shows that they used to have, if there were yeah. something like, like you were just saying, AJ, uh, I could see them doing that, but also just, I don't know, like the tape library. I know we, that those are like the buzzwords that have yeah. been kind of hot lately, the but library. like, yeah, like that is a big deal. Like all the stuff with yeah. Samoa Joe and Punk, and now that they have the Hall of Fame coming down the road too, um, I, I just I I love it. I'm I'm all on board with it. Even if whatever. I mean, I'm keeping my expectations low, but just the fact that they have it, and uh, I don't know. I just feel like it's uh, they're in, in good hands now. Whatever that means, <laughs> whether it be like a promotion or just we get to watch the. The streaming stuff, make, having that just like readily available. Win-win. I'm all for it. Win-win. Yeah. It'll either give us some new shit or remind us about how awesome the old shit was. Right, uh, yeah. Yeah, which brings me to Dave because, Dave, Dave, you don't really have that much of a history with Ring of Honor. Mm -mm. And I, I think... And I think this he lacks is culture. Uh, <laughs> the man lacks culture. He does know. He it's not that he knows nothing. Because <laughs> when uh, I want to say between 2002 and 2000, when did I leave the house? About 05? About a three year block. There was some Ring of Honor in that house. I think it killed you with CM Punk matches for a good year or two uh, during yeah. that time period. But uh, for someone who does enjoy wrestling and does follow the product to a degree, now that you're hearing that something like Ring of Honor will now be accessible to you i mean the whole library is now accessible to you does that interest you now in going back and going oh my god i, I could i could see well, when we when we talked about it do you remember what i said the main issue with roh to me is i do not this is during the right. pure well, title one of the main right? things in a uh, long story less long uh it was that i feel like they they never had the light as an AEW or or so I think we at first we were talking about WWE and that there's some great talent there, but
but you really kind of got to go looking for it or it's not something that just stands out it's not hard to find but you do kind of have to go looking for it from a casual um wrestling standpoint it's not something that you can just easily stumble across so although they had a lot of good talent and yes they have you know they they run some pretty decent stories and things like that i always told you they're always just kind of always fall behind because of the the stage that they're on this changes all of that it gives them a main stage for their talent for their bigger talent and the opportunity to run um you know different storylines on a bigger stage now as far as them releasing the talent if i was a if i was just to guess i would say they knew they were ending it i feel like this conversation was going on much 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 longer than than the reveal was uh i think they knew this was going to happen and based on what i've learned about roh in the last situation that they had is that they really care about the wrestlers more than anything else so instead of selling the people they sold the brand that way people can't get cut you make your own moves if you want to go to aw or whatever their plans are in the future i'm sure tony khan's up for it uh, if that's the case, but they're not sell. They didn't sell the people. They sell the brand well, and the and, and the work that they did. And then everyone else can make their own decision. That's what I got out of it. But I don't know too much about them specifically. That's just from from our last conversation. So when you're trying to sell an entity of any kind, you don't want to. A low point in the selling argument is being saddled with contracts you don't want. And, and right. you, you you could you could buy the library and you could buy. I'm sorry, I got this metal. I just got stabbed in the ass by whatever the fuck oh, no. that is. Um, <laughs> this table said you talking shit about AEW, uh, but uh, yeah, you don't want to get settled with contracts you don't want. Tony Khan gets a lot of criticism for the people that he hired when AEW first started, but you know what? He picked them, and I don't. He didn't pick a lot of guys in Ring of Honor. So it becomes a lot sweeter a deal knowing that you can get the library, you can get the template, you can get the ideology, but you don't need to filter through the individuals to get to where you want to be. Now, if there's Ring of Honor guys that he did like, that he mm-hmm. would like he to bring back, he could always do that. Absolutely. But I, I, when I first heard, I, I wasn't watching the show live. As a matter of fact, it was Xander that messaged me and told me that the announcement was that he had just bought Ring of Honor. Later that evening, once I was, you know, done... I uh, went over to my uh, DVR, put the whole thing on, and then he goes, <laughs> Tony Khan goes, yeah, the first, I can't even do his voice. What the fuck is wrong with his voice? I can't, okay, so he was just like, uh, the first, the era of honor main event was Brian Danielson and Christopher Daniels. I was, and I mean, like I said, I had just, and I'm we're going, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, then, he said something weird. And then, and then, on commentary. They had said it like two more times, and then you could tell someone was yelling at him because then he goes, well, actually, the first main event was a triple threat between Daniels, Danielson, and Loki, but the next right. month, the next month, though, <laughs> it was no, Daniels so and Danielson. I got what they were trying to do, but it, it was it, I was like, but okay. But the thing that right. they were trying to do was they were it was a triple threat, but low key won that match. Right, they didn't beat each other, so, and when they had the one on one match, they didn't have a winner for that match either. So they had never right. really determined what the deal was. I got that, but once again, execution. But look, right, well, but, I mean, Tony was in there crying. Yeah. <laughs> he's so excited that when he gets, gets gas, yeah, when he gets gas. He gets super emotional. He like, does. He wants but to also, cry. like they're they're just. Because, like, it's February, so, like, AEW is only three Excuse years me. old now. Didn't you just have Beach Break? 
Don't tell me that it's. Don't tell me that the weather played a factor in this, right? No, no, no not <laughs> oh, the weather, okay. but like Daily Place so is an open venue, right? AEW was first announced in January, right? Three years ago, right. so like Boom. we're very close to that anniversary, anniversary yeah. and like the press conference that was held in the parking lot, and everyone was sitting there freezing cold, <laughs> yeah, outside in the parking lot for that big <laughs> press right. conference. That's the thing in Jacksonville, right? Right. So when okay. he was talking about it, he he brought that up and that's when he was started really crying. Uh-huh. And then it was twenty years to the week from that first Ring of Honor show. Yeah. You know when you're like a collector of something and there's always that one prize thing you always want to collect and you haven't gotten yep. it yet, so you just keep collecting and keep collecting and all of a sudden it gets on the, you see it on the website, it's right there. You're like express order right now and you get it in your fucking hands. That's what he looked like. You ever see the dog who had to take a piss and you has he's holding it and he's just shaking? Boy, when and the camera cut <laughs> when the camera did that fucking signature opening and they cut right like Tony couldn't do an entrance. He's in the ring. Oh, the, yep. the camera's focusing in and he's come on, Tony, come on, Tony, come on, Tony, give me the mic, give me the mic, give me the mic. I'm the Ring of Honor owner now. Yeah, all right, Tony. <laughs> he did take he did take that time to take a dig at WWE though. Oh, right. because what would AEW be? Because he well, he was that? like Shane's not going to come down and steal it. <laughs> Shane's not here. It's not Shane. Yeah, Shane's not here. You're not in Cleveland either. You were just in Cleveland. That would have really brought the rumor. What if they there. cut the key- Cleveland and it was Cody? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine I am now the owner of Ring of Honor. That's oh, funny. Yeah. Or, or what was it? I saw a meme the other day where they were like, like Nick Khan would have went streaming live. He's like, oh yeah. Tony, the con- the name on the contract does read Khan, Khan. but it's but Nick not Khan, Khan, not Tony <laughs> Khan. It was like, oh my god, they pulled the rug out from underneath us again. Tony Khan announces he's the owner of Ring of Honor and Vince McMahon wears sneakers on the Pat McAfee show. I want the world to know that the two worlds are not the same. <laughs> They're not the same. A6, right? Yeah. A6, I think they were. He was, he, oh did God. you see how calm and cool he was just sitting back like, hey, Pat, what's going on? I'm Vince. How you doing? He looked up. Yeah. He, I, 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 I didn't Planet watch Earth. the whole thing. I just saw a little it was bit. A whole, it was a whole new gimmick. It wasn't Mr. McMahon. That was the new Vincent Kennedy <laughs> yeah, McMahon. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's Grandpa Vince. Here goes James Branch. <laughs> they now own their de facto inaugural event all yep. in think that was a determining mm, factor yep. in the process purchase. I don't Huge. know if it was a determining factor. I do. I think I think he was going to if it became if it became available to purchase this company, I still think he would have been interested. Right. He did state in the announcement that he's been a fan for years. And if he was approached to purchase the company, I think it still would have been something he considered, but I'm pretty right. sure like that night when the conversation went on, it was like, "Holy shit, do we get footage from all in now?" <laughs> it's like, oh my god, this is gonna be great! Not just footage; like the pay per view is now called All Out because they, they couldn't, couldn't do call it All, all in. in. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and like I know it, it's later in the docket, but the the H the potential HBO Max deal. Well, that's what we're gonna, headed to next. If you'd like to segue off into that, you can if go you're ahead. gonna put if you're gonna put AEW on HBO Max in like a sports wing of their streaming, yeah, it'd be kind of weird. To be like, okay, what was the initial AEW event? And they're just like, all out? <laughs> all out in? All out in? <laughs> and they're like, well, what about all in? No, 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 no. We don't We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that match. <laughs> we don't talk about all in. All in. <laughs> we don't talk about the fact that we cut Rey Mysterio down to, what, seven minutes? <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, he had the most confusing entrance in, in AEW history when he came out. Right. It took him like ten minutes but, to come through the fucking curtain. But 
you had uh, a certain small fellow going one-on-one with Okada deciding to take an extra eight minutes on his match. Yeah. And do we edit out the, the penis druids on... Uh... <laughs> On the, oh, the, redacted. The we kept the druids. Redacted. But cut out <laughs> the actual Jesus penis. Jesus Christ. Uh, right here. Redicted? I don't know. <laughs> Redicted. <laughs> like Tony had that look at my shiny new toy energy. He really fucking did. Is this guy on it, medication? Why does he smile so hard? Because he's happy, man. I mean, I mean he's yeah, he seemed genuinely like, into it. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, it's like what Vince said on the, Pat Mc, on the uh, McAfee podcast. He's like, I'm not working. This isn't work. <laughs> I'm having fun. Oh my Such god! Good shit. If Tony Khan, if Tony Khan would have been wearing a lapel while he was sitting in there, all you would have heard is straight asthma for the for just straight five to ten. Grown it out. Grown it out. Uh, I told Brian uh, earlier uh, that amazingly enough, I actually heard about the HBO deal. Before I heard about the Ring of Honor thing. So when I heard about yeah. the HBO thing, I was like, well, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, right? Only two years. I'm sure they have a ton of footage between right. Elevation and Dark and Dynamite and Rampage. I'm sure they've got content, but I mean, only really. I don't know if did HBO they, Max. Did they officially announce that, though? No. no. HBO Max no, is that still has a rumor. Still, That's what I thought. It's still being but discussed like, and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. But right at like the day after I heard HBO, the Ring of Honor deal takes place. Now I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Much okay. more. That's probably the reason why it was still in talks because right. I can see that being a deal breaker for for HBO Max, where it's just like, well, now we have access because that's also a slick little way to get a hold of some WWE talent footage in there as well, since mm-hmm. they own the Ring of Honor deal and all that stuff. Uh, Dave, got a question for you, Dave. First, do you do you, are you an HBO Max subscriber? Uh-oh. Good. Good for you. Okay. Because the next question is <laughs> with this. No, 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 let me stop you right there. Let me let me stop you right there. No. <laughs> no, I'm not. AJ, Dave I'm... looks like he borrowed your Netflix login. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, I watch Netflix, it ain't mine. Uh, <laughs> I'll see that right now. Okay, you so got 18 friends that I'll put a dollar then. in your Cash App account. <laughs> the only reason why I got Peacock is that they forced it on me with Comcast. Yeah. Oh, so you're not paying? Are you paying extra for the Peacock? Or is it a no? I don't remember. I might be. I don't remember. Well, see, I went ad free because you know I can't even have Peacock. I can't see. You don't. Well, there you go. Aren't you edgy and cool? (laughs) I mean, I'm not trying to. I was excited for Peacock because I just rewatched all of House MD. There you go. Oh. Uh, November and December, I watched every episode. I have, and MacGruber. MacGruber's on there. I oh, that's MacGruber, another actually. reason why I want to, yeah. Yeah, I want to watch yeah. that. I have, I have obviously, I'm a, I'm a subscriber to Peacock, and I have Peacock on my phone. But Peacock never sends me any notifications or messages. The only thing that it ever sends me, thank God for that, because sometimes I forget, are WWE pay-per-view notifications. <laughs> oh, later tonight, because I'll be like, oh, shit, I forgot. Elimination Chambers tonight. So... That's the only thing I get. I got one notification the other day. It was like, President Address Concerning Russia and Ukraine. And I was like, holy fuck, what's happening? What am I missing? What did I miss? I was like, what did I miss? I started doing all kinds of Googling and whatnot. Because I was like, what's happening in Russia and Ukraine? And then I found out, oh my God, it really is going down over there. So, uh, you know, solidarity to Ukraine out there. Keep Keep kicking ass out there. I heard they're pushing Russia back. Good, fuck them. <laughs> Russia said 
we fuck with Ukraine. And Ukraine said, no, we fuck with you. You come <laughs> here, we fuck with you. They get their asses kicked out there. But yeah, HBO AJ was Max. Putting the heels cha- AJ yeah. was putting the heels chair away and a war started. <laughs> yeah, I was fucking confused. <laughs> Jesus Christ. HBO Max, I believe, I looked it up the other day, about anywhere between 40, 40 to 45 million subscribers as mm-hmm. it is. Uh, obviously not regarding the numbers or any of the content that we just mentioned because it's not officially on the streaming app as of yet. Does right. anyone here, and I guess I'll go to you, Brian, for this one, do you think that adding this kind of content to HBO Max does anything to those numbers? Does, does that boost the numbers up at all whatsoever? Are wrestling fans all of a sudden just going to jump on HBO Max? I mean, it depends on what they what they do with it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess the Ring of Honor... That being added to it, I guess that's that's a big deal. But I don't know how many just like right like wrestling fans are already watching HBO Max. I don't know what the crossover is. Yeah, you know, I think I think I think HBO Max will benefit from this because I maybe there's wrestling fans that don't have HBO Max, but now they'll get it. I don't know. I, I it is. I mean, I think it will be good overall. Um, right. I agree. With I that. just I miss the network. You know, I, I before I just said that I don't have Peacock or anything. And then I was just thinking about the network and just how good it was. And those were just like the golden days. And that's what this reminded me of, too. The problem is, is <laughs> a, I mean, yeah, WWE having a network going to Peacock, that's going to dramatically change some numbers. Uh, Ring of Honor and AW going to HBO. I think HBO is going to pull in more people with their shows than that particular signing. However, because of how well AEW has been doing and they are growing and stuff like that, I think over time you're going to develop more interest. I think the ROH is just a bonus on top of what AEW is already doing. It's going to be a slow burn. It's going to be an increase in numbers over time. It's not going to be a big burst where they announce this deal and they're going to get as many people that Peacock did when WWE did their swing over. So we'll see what happens, but... No, I think it's going to be more of a slow burn than anything else, but it's going to work. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I've got two things with that. One, with the the Peacock thing. Uh, The WWE Network went to Peacock. The numbers didn't go up enough for what they liked, and Peacock actually lost money this past year (laughs) compared to previous years. So WWE honestly hasn't really done much because they paid – they paid so much money. And like Vince McMahon himself said it, the Peacock deal was not – number wise good on peacock's favor but it was great for the wwe which is why they folded their own their own streaming service which actually performed better than peacock performs because peacock as a whole is not a great platform as someone platform is garbage it's so bad probably the problem but the hbo max platform is fantastic i use it I use like I obviously I watch Peacemaker and stuff like that, but like a lot of like stand up comedy got put on there. And with the HBO Max deal, them getting AEW is just another thing to add to the list that they're already adding when it comes to sports. So, like, they're adding a sports wing to the HBO Max. So, we're going to get like HBO uh, Boxing After Dark from the 90s. <laughs> HBO actually just worked out a deal with the American soccer teams, men and women. So 20 of the uh, World Cup qualifier matches are going to be live streamed to HBO. And if those live stream well, we can do things where AEW does the Battle of the Belts. And that can be an HBO Max one-hour live stream as opposed to having it be a Dynamite. And that can pull 
casual Dynamite fans into HBO Max. Good. So what he's saying is HBO Max is probably going to help AWROH more yes. than they're going to help them. Because you, be, you just I think made me kind of want to get it now. <laughs> <laughs> and you work for them? I do. I come on here and I make you That's guys it. want H yeah. A W content. That's, That's why it, he man. is the writing, defending champ. Can I put this on the screen real quick? I want to address this before we get into the card. What about the rumors about Cody Rhodes going to the WWE? Is that true? No one on this panel can confirm yes or confirm no. But I will start the discussion by saying he better fucking not. You everything better fucking I've not. read, everything I've read has his name on the WrestleMania card. I, I, I know, me too. They haven't figured That's out like, the exact details, but listen. everything I've read has Cody Rhodes' name on the WrestleMania card. I hope he does, and when he comes out, he gets a resounding boo. He won't. And they walk <laughs> his won't. ass he'll get the... right out of the building. Nah, he'll he'll That's interrupt a heel. A hundred thousand people. He'll he'll interrupt Roman Reigns the Friday after WrestleMania. Oh my god! And he'll get Ugh. a hero's welcome. Oh Can you imagine god. if he comes out and instantly goes heel? <laughs> oh I mean, my the, god! Can you imagine I, if he comes out and exactly instantly goes heel after all that bullshit he said about <laughs> he can't do it? It's too easy. You, Just but also, fight, also he said he couldn't do it because he was like the face of the community outreach for AEW, and now he's not the face of the community outreach. No, now, he said he wasn't going to do it because it was too easy and it was the <laughs> obvious right. choice. But he I'm going to win your only, love back. He's only got what three years left on his career. He wants to retire at forty, thirty-seven. <laughs> so he goes to WWE. They pay him hand over fist. He says whatever right. they write down on that piece of paper. If I'm WWE, I ain't paying you hand over nothing. Why I'm not? giving you peanuts to come <laughs> Why not? Because, because where else are you going? It matters. No, Ring of Honor. You pay that money because the headline is after three years of every WWE guy leaving and going to AEW. Not only did WWE get an AEW guy, they got the AEW guy. Who is a guy. guy that left WWE to go there? Yeah, he's fine. I'm giving you nothing. peanuts, and you're going to take it. He's got nothing. He's got <laughs> plenty. Nothing. He's got, what the fuck does Vince or anybody from that company need from Cody fucking Rhodes? It's not, what, it's not Cody himself. It's the oh, public God. image of taking the, the and that the image founder. is the only reason I say that they would do it because they would spend long nights many pizza pies beer flowing through the roof they would spend days upon days just getting creative on all the way to murder that fucking image no. you're talking about no. they <laughs> would no. go out they were going like, to wipe no. their asses so deep with that fucking image two or three months Maybe even with rains, two or three months of something cool to like get his dick wet so he can feel good about himself, and they are gonna beat his ass into powder to the no. point where he's gone in a year. Promise. I don't. I don't want Cody Rhodes no anywhere near Roman. Way. Just All if he controls away. his own narrative. You, you want to talk no, about do, someone even double on that, down? Brian. Yeah, I don't. Don't even do joke about that insane <laughs> propaganda. <spiel. laughs> You oh want to talk? God. I've never. I've been rest. I've been listening to wrestling for almost as of last week, almost forty years, and I have never seen someone double down the way the fucking Cody Rhodes has doubled 
down in the last three years. And I mean from Vince all the way fucking down. Vince, Triple H, his wife, this fucking person, that fucking person. He's blowing up chairs. He's fucking, fuck the revival. Oh, man. Just down the fucking line. Yeah, but that F- never the FCR thing was in with I'm joking around with all the goofiness with the behind the, the whatever YouTube channel bullshit they got. But that's my point is, is that Cody, and I'm sure... If there was ever a meeting, Cody walked in. Hey, that was a work. You know that was a work, right? I wasn't fucking with y'all for real. That was just some bullshit. I was saying. Nah, with know, with the things whatever, that other you know. people have said and come back to the I'm WWE, saying there's been some bad Cody ones. Did You're right. Nothing. I don't know about nothing. I don't compared know about to what that. like Warrior. Oh my god! Compared to the things that why you said. Compared to Warrior, I don't know. What Cody to, did was nothing. I never said Cody was the worst offender. I say that I've never seen anyone double down the way that he did. It wasn't. It wasn't that he fucking killed his dog and boiled his cat. I'm saying <laughs> he consistently for he couldn't keep that fucking company out of his mouth. Ultimate Warrior did a bad thing. They Vince did a bad thing. It blew up, but. Warrior didn't go on a fucking 20-year press tour about how shitty WWE is. Cody did every fucking chance he got. Every interview, every podcast. Cody ain't Hogan and Flair. Cody (laughs) and Flair made money. Cody hasn't done shit that he didn't do for himself. Not for WWE. He didn't do Japan threw his ass out of there. They're good. Impact got sick of his shit. The only place he made any fucking impact was his own company, and they fired and he him. Away from no. So, he oh, come on. Away from he, no, he walk walked away, away from, from nothing. It. Stop. Walk away. That's what everyone tells no, you. I, I mean, the this decision. Me, I quit. Sure no, no, no. That, no, no, no. You are sure misunderstanding what I'm saying. They walked his ass out the building. My point is, he <laughs> had all the respect and love that he needed from that company, and he turned his back on him, and he walked away, and he made very bad decisions because he felt like a star. He felt like he was where, where he was supposed to be, and it all just backfired on him. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Chances are he will go back to the WWE. But I was like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, don't think. Because like my brother just said, where else? There's no, unless you plan on leaving the industry altogether, then that opens up a whole new avenue. I could see him doing a lot of stuff outside of wrestling. Right. But in wrestling, come on, buddy. There's well, only like one I place said, left, he only, and, he, and they're going to fucking ruin He him. only plans on three more years, and then he's done. So if he can if he if can trick he, the WWE, yeah. I was gonna say, if he giving him snaggle. a fat three year contract and then he just retires, he's fine. If he can finish a three year deal, are you serious? That's what WWE, WWE, WWE signing everyone to. Uh, well, he ain't everybody. Let me tell you that it's Cody. Right, he's Rose, the man right? who started Jesus the competition. Christ. Actually, you know what's funny? I probably give Cody more credit for starting at AW than any of the other EVPs. And that's mm-hmm. why, and not just starting that company, but having the communication with Tony Khan, being in those meetings when they were having the discussions to get on TNT in the first place. He was even in the meetings after they were already on TNT and the TBS discussion started. Cody's been a part of the business side of AEW since literally day one. Right. And he's not there anymore. So that just goes to show something went awry. I don't know what it was. Something fell off the wheels. And but whatever it is... But it lined, it, the way it lines up with the Ring of Honor deal as well, it could very well have been a situation where he asked for more money than Tony thought he was worth, 
And then when Tony was like, no, this is my offer. He's like, well, you're going to spend 40 million for ring of honor. You can't spare an extra X amount for me. Listen to that. Tony said, no, (laughs) of course not. I'm buying a fucking company. I'm going to pay you more than I would spend for a company. Is that what you're saying out loud with your fucking mouth hole that I should be giving you $30 million? <laughs> Although, I think, what is it, Kevin Owens deal? Wasn't that three years, $3 million each? So he's getting nine right. for the overall tenure of the contract. And Cody Rhodes wants Ring of Honor money? Are you going to drop well, 30 so- on Ring of Honor? You're not going to give me? What the fuck? Are you for real? No. Well, his deal, from the rumors were his deal was already three and a half a year. Fair enough. And he was asking for five. But in the same conversation, Brandy was asking for the same amount added in to her own contract. Brandy should be shushing. We're we're not having a conversation. But again, they're trying to to have that household income reach 10 million. I'm going to tell you this. This is all obviously speculation. But like, that's what the big, the big thing was it was a package deal and they both wanted X amount more than they were already making. Does Brandy go with him to WWE? No. Oh, thank God. Eden Styles. If Bra- no. Honestly, if Brandy goes in, she's going to be called Emerald, the daughter of Sapphire. <laughs> Tell oh, me I'm gosh. wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. So you and are agreeing that do- she's going to get the shit kicked out of her, right. but she's still a thing Because that- for her, but like for her, she's Rhodes adjacent. He Ooh. is Rhodes. Ooh. So while, while yeah, they want to fuck with him, they'll want to fuck with him, maybe never give him the world title. But I don't think they're gonna bury him under the ground. Oh, I think they'll first. do that to everyone around him because he's still te- he's a Rhodes. Uh, I don't know. He was a Rhodes when and they even sued if they his did, ass. You know what? <laughs> he was How about this? How even about we put even him? Even if they did give him horseshit, the Rhodes' superpower is turning the bullshit the WWE gives them and turning it into the best product WWE puts out. No, that's Here, I got a good that's I got a, a good deal for you. Skill. Not, not I got a good deal for you. Yeah. I'll give you 3 and years. Dustin and Dusty did it. And Cody yeah. did it with Cody did it with the mustache, Cody did it with Stardust. Gimmicks. I mean, We're yeah, talking Star- business though. And, and Dusty made business. Dustin uh, here or there. But Cody again, the only thing Cody really has on his resume that says, "Okay, I did big business here." Was AEW. And right. it ended horribly. So I, I wouldn't say horribly. It ended. That's you're saying that it ended amicably. From the way they're describing it, yeah. Well, they're not going to paint horrible pictures about each other. Dave, what were you saying? Oh, I was saying I can give them both a three-year contract, one million each, and for the next three years, they'll both be in contestant of the 24-hour championship title. <laughs> That way, <laughs> that way, hear me out, that. hear me out. Everyone's happy here, right? That way, they can get the reality TV show with them constantly pinfalling each other in random ass places, and they get their WWE can, contract. Can you imagine, bro? No people in the seats, but the twenty four seven champion has got a seven figure deal. Now, I just want to put that out there for people. Content. <laughs> yeah, that one yeah WWE content. doesn't care about seats anymore. They don't care yeah, about we're, seats. Yeah, we're, we're learning that one. Yeah, I know. They make we're, all their money on, on contracts with streaming services yeah, we're, and, we're learning and fact, blood yeah. money and all that good right. stuff. I've, I've, Saudi I've, Arabia. I've, I've, heard, I've heard these things before. Why don't they just stop using the bigger buildings for the smaller events? Uh, house shows. What Raws, smaller event? They don't house have shows, house shows. Raws, there are some live events. Raw, SmackDowns. Uh, do you, remember where they used to do um, 
I don't want to say five, but maybe like those eight to 10,000 seat buildings, like the Civic Centers, the Springfield Civic Center, yeah. New Ava, before we started doing the fucking Amways where it's like 15,000 people or even the Garden. And they used to have like those old, like the earlier 90s WWE Raws where it was like those little like Spokane Arena or something like that. Let's just, Cause it's can we get more wrestling intimate? wrestling anymore, AJ. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not, it's... you're clearly not doing any wrestling, but I'm just talking about for the aesthetics of it. Because like but for, the aesthetics, okay. the aesthetics in the big building look good when they crowd everyone in a quarter of the building and only shoot that corner right. and great and great camera work, right? Right. right. The WWE casual really watcher, camera work. The casual watcher like myself is not going to notice that shit. I'm focused on the wrestling. I have to be pay attention to all of it to understand it. Whereas the more experienced wrestler, you guys could just be looking at a different direction and get the whole story of the thing. So when you're actually watching it, you. You see other shit that normal people won't. I I noticed that the camera changes every 0.5 seconds, but that covers all that shit up. I, I really don't notice that the building is empty personally. Until but I believe it. Until you believe it long enough until the the lie becomes a reality. Because I've heard from people who are not exactly the most hardcore of wrestling fans who will sit there and say it looks fun as fuck on TV. And then they go to the building, and they hear their own echo, and they go, what the fuck is this shit? Dead. They don't watch this shit. As soon as they find out no one's actually watching it with them, forget it. It's that's not. awesome. No, that's great. Put me in the section behind the hard camera that's completely <laughs> empty, and I'm loving it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'll hear myself talk. Now, I got no problem with that. Dave is like, social distance. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> the new normal, if you will. That's uh, it. I'm with it. Yeah. Uh, Xander, you yeah. uh, threw some uh, dates at me earlier. Uh, you, uh, we already mentioned you're one of the founding members and co-owners of uh, uh, AW. Cos- no, <laughs> 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 the new owner, Cosplay Championship Wrestling. But you yes, have some Cosplay new- Championship yeah, Wrestling. Yeah, there's there's some new endeavors you're indulging in. Is that anything you want? So to that share here that on the we're show? not going to come out with just yet. Ooh, uh, but we will talk about. Cosplay Championship Wrestling. Our next convention yes. will be uh, July, the weekend of July seven fourteenth, July fourteenth. Oh. Um, so that weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And technically, the convention's only Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll be running four shows over that weekend. Um, Cosplay Championship Wrestling for Brian, who's probably never heard of it. Uh, we are a wrestling promotion that runs during anime and comic conventions. All of our wrestlers cosplay at all times. Uh, and we wrestle in a six-sided wrestling ring. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Very at cool. At Kineticon, uh, this past year, we ran in sep- uh, Kineticon ran in September because of COVID. Uh, but we had a long-running storyline throughout the weekend of a big rivalry between uh, Little Mac, who is played by Colossal Ooh. Mike Law. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Kingpin, Wilson Fisk, who is played by the infamous Ryan Frost. And we got uh, Deathstroke involved, who was Dan DeMan. Oh, very and cool. And we got Luke Cage involved, uh, who was uh, Corey Dillinger. We had, um, we had Andy Bivians as the Green Lantern. Had a <laughs> wonderful pair of matches with uh, the Joker, who was Damian Darko. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we had a, it, was a, it was a great weekend. We're only going to get bigger from here. There's a couple of conventions that we have signed for 2023. Um, it's just because we didn't get footage for from Kineticon until November, uh, it was kind of tough to get 2022 situated. 
Uh, but yeah, so uh, you can find us on all social medias if you look up Cosplay Championship Wrestling. Right there on the ticker on the screen. All of right there on the ticker. Uh, oh, boom. Facebook, uh, we are IG, on Twitter. Everything. This dude gave me his TikTok. This dude is serious. We're on TikTok. He is for real. That sounds like a. What you're talking about sounds like TikTok is the perfect place for it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Absolutely. So, that shit so was one made thing, for TikTok. <laughs> one thing I will say, we had one video blow up like crazy. Uh, we had the one and only Sammy Diaz as the Mario uh, brother. Mario. Yeah, and that. our Mario is a heel because everything, every endeavor Mario has ever been in, he's been the best at. Even movies. They made that movie terrible on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Mario, I Mario, told this and man, Luigi Mario. I told this man not to go out there and audition for AEW, and he decided that's exactly what he was going to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> the best lucha spots all over TikTok, and he just got choked out by Hook on Rampage last week. So, so apparently, the gimmick, the apparently, the cosplay paid off. Wow, the gimmicks, very cool. Basically, your talent got choked out on national television, and yep. he flailed around like a bitch. So the gimmick's all dead. Right. With a, a smile on his face. Yeah, I know. What a fucking kayfabe <laughs> master. This guy, he was loving life. I'm on TV getting choked. I'm on TV, Mom. Send Hook. But yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> we had a we have a great spot of him uh, doing some hardcore lucha in a four-way match. <laughs> hardcore that lucha. he had. It was, As Super it was Mario. Mario versus Little Mac versus Ryu from Street Fighter versus Terry from King of Fighters. Oh, my God. Sounds yeah. like some Super Smash Brothers shit. Yes, it was, <laughs> it was a four-way elimination smash match. <laughs> there you go. Yes, so. That works. Oh, oh that's great. God. They only eliminated until they get shot off off screen. and then oh, mm -hmm. <laughs> Brian has some cool things coming up. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm having trouble sharing. The, it's not a video, you dick. Anywho, uh, you got the um, Full Faith Wrestling? Yes. Is that what you got going on? Boom. There yes. It is. Talk to the yes. people about your full faith wrestling uh, booking coming up. Yes. Uh, next Saturday, March 12th, um, March out in uh, 12th. at the NYWC Sportatorium. Uh, it's NYC. Uh, I'm sorry. NYWC presents FFW Walk FFW. the Walk uh, featuring uh, Joe Ocasio. Uh, there's also Cesar Bonani, uh, starving artist Mike Magnum. Uh, we also have uh, Glacier. Uh, he's doing a meet and greet. Um, he's also doing a seminar uh, the day before as well at the Sportatorium. Um, I will be there ring announcing. Uh, this is, I don't know, maybe my sixth. Uh, I've done a handful of shows with Full Faith. There and, it is, um, Brian. I got it up for you here. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, they're always good shows. We have our, our main event. Uh, I believe it's the main event. I mean, it's the championship match, so it should be, but <laughs> I digress. You're fired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Uh, we have. You tell uh, the booker uh, how to book. Fuck you. Yeah. We have uh, Sweet Cheeks Joey Silver going up against uh, Anthony Gangone. Sweet Cheeks. Uh, so that's going to be a good one. We also have, uh, I believe, Starving Artist Mike Magnum uh, in a triple threat versus uh, Pancakes man. and versus uh, Marty. Well, I almost said the wrong Marty. Uh <laughs> Fired again. Two, two yeah. terminations in the same promo. I've known Gangone a long time. If there's anything he's a fan of, it's the Sweet Cheeks. <laughs> um, no, but Marty Flames uh, in, a, in a triple threat. Uh, for the uh, international championship, um, so I'm excited for it. Um, I believe I'll be there uh, the Friday at the seminar, uh, doing some video stuff. So, doing some video stuff, doing some ring announcing stuff. Like AJ said, I kind of wear a few different hats uh, outside of actually wrestling. Um, yeah. I used to do that. I actually trained in that, but that's out the window. 
had my hips replaced. It's a long story. I won't. I won't. Uh, oh, don't talk to me that. about yeah. that. I'm on the road. I'm on the road right now for a full knee replacement. It's looking bad. Oh, for a knee Ooh, replacement? Yeah, oh, okay. Well, then we can talk off the air. It's yeah, looking man. bad. <laughs> uh, they gave me as an update. If anybody hasn't been listening to the episodes, I hurt my knee back in October uh, during my student teaching for phys ed, and. Um, kind of pushed through it or whatever and then around the beginning of february my left knee started really getting bad and i was walking around with a cane for a little bit uh with mm. the brace and all that stuff i got it checked out it's bone spurs in the kneecap and they're gonna Oof. try the medication first we're gonna do the pt for six weeks if that leads nowhere and doesn't clear anything up they gotta go in and clean it if the clean don't work Full replacement. So we'll see how much damage I do. Yeah. Okay. Last resort. Last resort. We went through all the different options. So, uh, yeah. So don't talk to me about that. I'm getting nervous over here. But on to, on to more positive things here. Yeah. Uh, it is about that time since. Oh, no. Yeah. Wait. I got to plug my shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? AJ, this is your shit. AJ this is your shit. <laughs> don't listen to the guy in the lower box. He Listen, if they're already knows, here, they know what AOUM is. Uh, first no, of all, don't. okay, he gets removed for a little bit. Hold on a second. Put him, uh, in, AJ, put him in purgatory. AJOUM.com is where you can buy my merch. I'm plugging my merch, you dickhead. They know that the show is here, but I'm plugging the merch. If you want to watch the show wearing one of my shits like this. Always got to sell them shirts, brother. You go, oh, I got many gimmicks on there. There's towels on there. Like that's like the thing on my son says, beach towels with a question mark. Uh, we've got drinking glasses. We've got all kinds of shirts and hoodies. And there's leggings on there. I don't know if any of you want leggings with my face on it. But if you do, it's very affordable price on the AJOUM.com. So that's always good there. So we are here for a much, 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 much more major reason, okay? We're here to talk about AEW's Revolution Pay-Per-View. Now, we've gone through uh, pretty much uh, all of the outside things happening with AEW, all the business deals coming on, but now it's time to talk a little pro wrestling. So I hope you guys have got your hats on. I'm going to throw this graphic up because I'm pretty, I'm going to be honest with you. I worked pretty hard on this stuff. Okay, so we've got Revolution 2022. Now, we've done a Revolution uh, roundtable before. As a matter of fact, last year's was our first roundtable with Xander. Uh, so this year, what a year makes. Uh, we have two uh, buy-in matches that we're going to quickly go over and just get our notes out about that. And then, of course, we've got, can I use the term main card for this? Is it main card or main show? or Main show? Main I, I show? Yeah. Well, there's something like that, okay? So there's nine yeah. matches for that. So we've got quite the load to handle here. But if there's anything I know that you guys can handle is a good load. So let's go ahead <laughs> and bring that up so we can enjoy. There it is there. Our first buy-in match, Layla Hirsch, Chris Statlander. The, are we still doing the alien gimmick with Statlander? Is that she still can do whatever thing? she wants. I'm buying yeah. it. It, don't <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't, really. Whatever. I'm buying it. Look at her. Just look at her. Oh, uh, he, God. he is picking up what she's putting down. <laughs> yeah, she's all putting it. it down. Blindly. Hey, do you think if it's a good idea? Yes. Whatever <laughs> yeah. it is, yes. Let's uh, do it. Her opponent, by the way, has to be the angriest spinner I've ever seen in my life. I think she's, what, 4'11"? <laughs> they like her, don't they? 
They do. Well, they she, do, you know what? Yeah. She's a she's legit. I mean, the gimmick is for real. She's, she's a, a shooter, she's brother. She's a shooter, brother. They don't have many of those in the women's she division. She got the low mm. boots and everything. Her center her center of gravity is almost non-existent. It's like she can't lose battles. It's impossible. She is gravity. <laughs> she is. She is gravity. Gravity does, does the whole thing right there. Uh, so, yeah, so this is the Mayan match. They actually have a little bit of a build to this match, which was – this is going to be a common theme tonight, but this is a lot of the criticism I used to have about AWS. We built up toward pay-per-views. Andrew's heard me rant about this a million times, about dots not connecting, this didn't happen, this so forth. That did not happen a lot on this upcoming card, and we'll go through some of the background stuff leading into to these matches. But this matchup also in particular has some things going on. We've got a heel Layla Hirsch coming into this matchup. Brian, talk to me about the abilities of a Layla Hirsch on the heel side of things. Uh, I mean, we've seen her. She she has an aggressive style. You already talked about how she's a shooter and how she she definitely stands out from the the rest of the women's division. Um, but I can't stop thinking. Say it again. That's that style is so different from everybody oh. else in the division. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, one of the things though that I, I've kind of been looking at though is really Statlander and like the aggressive side of like that she's been showing because now she's cutting promos and you even said before you're like is she even still doing like the alien gimmick where I think they're kind of straying away from that where she's Phasing. kind of got more yeah she's got more of like a mean side and and that's what I like about this but I love that she has Layla Hirsch and a heel Layla Hirsch to kind of play off of I think this is a great this is a great buy-in match for for both of them um, if I were to pick. I would have to say Statlander just because she's. We're picking, she's, so go ahead. Yeah. You go oh, we ahead. are? Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah we tried to. <laughs> we tried to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no Statlander. one's keeping score, but it helps with the conversation where, yeah, yeah, go ahead. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, some so, people yeah. do keep score because I got, I got a few <laughs> messages from this asshole the last time we were doing the fucking all out. That's why I can't do shows <laughs> with this guy because he'll fucking he'll find me. <laughs> I can't hide from Xander Lid. He'll right, find he me. knows your address. Yeah. He, knows, he knows everything there is. That man is running his own company, but God damn it, he will make time in his day. To make sure I the my time life, for it. I will remind this fucker every fucking chance I get. That's it. Hey, man. I spent what, three and a half years doing nothing but singing your praises. That's true. And then AEW exists and you're like you become a Sports entertainment sympathizer. Ooh, damn! And then we start having ugly conversations. <laughs> it's like calling a Democrat a you Trump change, guy. man. You He's change. A, a sports entertainer. Uh, so I, I, <laughs> I, I agree. I like Layla Hirsch as a heel. Um, I will say there's one segment that has completely derailed me on this match, though. Uh, Chris Statlander cut the nastiest heel promo i've ever heard a baby face cut oh no uh because of the known history of layla hirsch being uh from russia and being adopted in america and stuff like that and chris said if your personality back then is the way it is now it's no wonder why you were put up for adoption oh my gosh oh my god yeah. spicy. Yep. That's that was a very there. spicy line. David, uh, you still putting now the battle this match will be great for both for both ladies. It got Statlander. Personal. This that's this. the answer to everything. Just <laughs> Statlander. Statlander. She, and she, and, uh, just I, so we're I clear, she so. threw that line out for a buy-in match. That's how serious this card is. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think Layla has to take it. Um just because like the loss to Statlander was what uh started this pivot. So for her to then lose again, it 
doesn't really trend well for her because then it's like she had this change of attitude and what did it do? It did nothing. So I think Layla's got to take it from a logistical standpoint. Yeah. Um, But like Dave, in my heart, Statlander. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck logistics. Statlander. Let's build her up. Let's get her on the front. Dave's Dave's going Statlander. There you go. All day. Ain't got nothing else to say. That's Uh, it. In my opinion, it has has to be Layla. Get her off my screen before I get in trouble. (laughs) Uh, It's got to, to me, it's got to be Layla. Um, I think Statlander, I don't think Statlander needs this. I think Layla needs it more for the exact reason that you just brought up about already taking that loss once. This gimmick goes into the garbage if it doesn't pull out something at some point. Um, And especially after that line between Statlander, she's got to get her heat back because I guess Statlander just. I did the sub zero freeze and this bitch is pushing me. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That was the uh the rock Billy Gunn incident with the <laughs> this killed the whole push right there. So we, we gotta get some of that back. So I'm hoping that uh yeah, Layla walks away with that one. That would be pretty cool. Uh let me bring up the this is gonna take I, I, this is my first time doing it this way. I don't understand how this guy <laughs> Alright, so here we go. We're gonna send for the man. On the next Send matchup hook. here. That's right. We're okay. sending Hook. Hold on. I'm going to have to jump in here because <laughs> okay. this is the moment I've been waiting for. There it is. If you bury Hook. No. Hold I'll on. No, 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 no. I'm going to watch what I say, and it is up to you, Xander, specifically. I've been waiting for this moment. Sell this guy to me. Because I'm so fucking confused by this guy. By hook? I have no okay. clue what the hype is about. I have no clue why he was a mystery man. He doesn't look intimidating. Sure, the shadowing in this image makes him look big. Yeah, he's but bro, he's not here, intimidating right? at all. <laughs> yeah. I saw a little bit of what he's doing. I'm not impressed. But you are the man that sold storylines in AEW <laughs> a long time ago. No one, no one so sells So please... It. Tell me why this guy is so hype. Do you know who he is? Absolutely not. And that's why I'm speaking to you about this to sell me on this match. Okay. Well, I'm tapped out. (laughs) (laughs) Pun intended. I'm tapped out. Pun intended. Like, that's really what it comes down to. Like, he's Taz's son. And it it did start originally kind of meme-ish because he was mentioned in a throwaway line in the rivalry between Cody and Team Taz from way back in the day. Uh, but Hook had already been training, like starting to train at that point. So then they started having Hook in the background of all like the Team Taz segments, and people were like, when's Hook going to talk? When's Hook going to talk? Which is why Hook has yet to say a word on television. Mm. Like, he speaks less than Orange Cassidy. <laughs> he does, actually. That I he think does, about it. because yeah. Hook legitimately has not said a word on television yet. Not once. That's true. And a big thing with QT Marshall has been his issue thinking that his students owe him more than what they're giving him. And Hook was trained at the Nightmare Factory. So QT Marshall has taken it upon himself, kind of like he did with Big Shotty Lee Johnson Johnson before his heel turn. So he's like, listen, I trained you. You owe me this, 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 and this, and you're not giving it to me. I want it. So he's been throwing students at Hook left and right, including Sammy Diaz. Honestly, obviously a Nightmare Factory student. <laughs> yeah, of course, right? And Hook's been throwing them left and right. A lot of people were real mad in his debut. He had no soul. Not his debut. One of his first matches, he no soul the, the bear driver count, the bear from County Bear Country. Match. Yeah, Bear right. Country, yeah. 
But you mean kind of like how your guy did a backflip off the rope and he was miles away yet still tried to sell that he dodged it? He could have leaned forward and not got guy? hit by that. Huh? Who's my guy? The match he just had. You said from the con you had. I don't know his name. Oh, from the cosplay thing? Where yeah, you said did... you choked oh, him out. Yeah. yeah, Sammy Diaz. There it is. Yeah, Sammy. Yeah. He did a backflip off the rope and he was miles away. Nowhere did he could like I said, he could have leaned forward and not even gotten hit. I was like, what is this guy doing? He what is, is this? He invoked the Ray Phoenix rule. When Ray, <laughs> when Ray Phoenix takes to the air, you don't catch Ray Phoenix. Everyone knows that. But like I was saying, <laughs> people were knowledge. upset when he no sold that driver. But Taz did the same thing to Jerry Lawler, he's and everyone was Taz. like, It's the great But he's but that's He's the son of Taz. So what? He doesn't look anything like Taz. Build-wise, look how stocky Taz was. I could see him taking a hit. Look at this fucking guy right here. I mean, look, again, like my brother said, I'm looking at the picture. This guy is shredded. I appreciate the effort he's putting into his body. But there's, have you seen, there was, uh, they didn't do themselves any favor either by doing this, but they were doing some, uh, they did a Danhausen video with him. And Danhausen was offering him chips because it's a Danhausen thing. I don't know. Hook was at a table eating chips, and then Danhausen goes, "Ah, very, very good, very evil." And he's like, "He likes chips. I give him chips," and he gives him chips, and that's the whole fucking promo. Obviously, Hook says nothing, but Hook was sitting there. And I swear to God, if I'd have been walking by a locker room and saw him there, I would have thought he was Ring Crew. I wouldn't have thought that he was a fucking wrestler <laughs> and the most over wrestler besides Eddie Kingston right now in the whole fucking company. I was like, are you kidding me? I understand that- where Dave's coming from. He's growing on me. I'm starting to see it a little more in his execution. I can see two years from now him being one of my favorite guys in the business. Not now. I can see the potential of it because he's but that's clean. Why he's he's crisp. on the buy-in. Yeah, I know. That's, that's why, why he's I, on the buy-in. He's in the perfect his spot. Trainer. Yeah, he's in the perfect. He's spot. had twenty-five matches. Yeah, he's maybe? in the perfect spot. He's he's gonna get there, and he's and even now in the position he's in, clean, crisp. Yeah, he executes his shit perfectly. He has to work a little bit on his timing as far as in between the moves and the spots. Yeah, but that comes again time. That comes he, with time. He's only been doing right. this what a year, two years. Not Since even the training, a year. Not even a year. That's what I'm saying. So for him, he's over because of all the bullshit people did around him before he actually he, – he's not over himself. But that's – The hype around but, him. But in two years, he will be really, really good. Right. But that's a, thing with re- that's a thing with pro wrestling. We, we had the same – we had a very similar conversation a couple years ago about Orange Cassidy. When everyone was like, what the fuck is with this whole Orange Cassidy thing? Right. And given, AEW did not do a good job in explaining the character of Orange Cassidy. Yeah. <laughs> so We're still on that boat. We still haven't whole... explained Orange Cassidy. Right, they still <laughs> haven't explained it. Um, What's there but, to explain? It's whatever. But that's not. But it's more <laughs> than just whatever. That's yeah. the thing. And Actually, you guys got me with this I was gonna say, last year. Yeah, weren't you the one who like sold it like... Amazing! Like you spent five minutes just encoding He's, everything. We were like, "Orange Cassidy why can't is they so do that? good." <laughs> Orange Cassidy is so good at everything he does that he doesn't put effort into the things he does anymore. Yeah. Did you hear his rap battle? Yes. Jesus fucking Christ! Was it was like, exactly is, what it needed to be. Is, it was exactly <laughs> what it needed to be. It was exactly <laughs> what it needed to be. Oh my god! It's tough because he like. Max kills it so well every time he's out there now that, oh like, 
you can't say anything against him. So you have to put orange out there to not say something. Like the only the only rap response is going to be better than Orange Cassidy's is going to be hooks when it happens, because <laughs> uh, he's just going to punch Max in the face. <laughs> not a big fan of Max. Uh, on on another page what? where the he's video, a New York guy. I don't give a shit. You know how many Ish. guys in New York I don't like. There's a long list of <laughs> people. Of them? Yeah, the guy that's next why door you came to, to me Connecticut is a piece to of get shit. me on the show. That's true. See, that's exactly. <laughs> uh, C. A. Claiborne on one of the other pages that's not linked to this, but he is watching the show. He says Tony Khan doesn't get the character of Orange Cassidy either. I know, I think Tony's a fan of it. I don't think he really gets it. He, well, he really? said at first he didn't get it. Okay, yeah. That's it. And like, and I think, one it, I think who, it grew on him, but I still don't really think he kind of understands. One person who gets it now, but still like low key hates it, is definitely Jim Ross. <laughs> True. You're starting to hear it now. I think not just with orange. Not starting. Not not just not with starting. orange, but I mean it's as a happening. total. Yeah, go ahead. He hates Danhausen's guts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes, "Oh come on!" He cursed him, Tony. Tony, he cursed him. Wait till and, like, he brings you can out hear the him teeth. Look at oh, Tony Schiavone. Like, are you fucking serious right now? I'm waiting for at some point for Jim to just get up and throw his headset. He yeah. won't do that. I mean, it, just walk out. He would do <laughs> that. Sweet. He would do that in a New Japan show, looking at the names before he did that in the AEW show. <laughs> 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 oh my God, Taz, right here, James. Taz finished a match with a broken freaking neck. He's obviously has he obviously has a strong neck. Uh, maybe it's hereditary at this point. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks, James. Muscle Thanks muscle mass me up, bro. muscle mass is not hereditary. You gotta go to the fucking gym. And again, you know he's no in great shape, but he's young and he's not there yet. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll Come see. on, he was an all country lacrosse player. Oh, and we all know how oh, tough wow. those fucking guys are. I mean, look uh, at Alex <laughs> Riley. Look! Look at him. Where is he? I, what happened? What happened? John Cena made him hate uh, wrestling. <laughs> well, John Cena makes a lot of people hate wrestling. Hold on one second here. We're changing it up. Here we go. Ch- Jade Cargill will be defending the TBS Championship against God. Damn, she is fucking. Not, this picture is not. Uh, can we copy and paste what Dave said earlier about Statlander for me and Tay Conti? Mike, look at all that. Look at all Just that. Just don't give her a mic, man. Look at all that. Yeah, please don't. Don't give Just any don't give her a, mic. a mic. But there you go. Look at all that yum yum right there. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Cargill, Cargill cut a cut a funny promo on Wednesday about this. About the picture. She, she said, "Like get oh. get that karate shit out of here." Yeah, nobody cares about the karate shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how smart she is. It's jujitsu, you fucking bitch. But it's, well, no. Uh, so they they cut back to that as well because our, our man Smart Mark Sterling. Of course. Was like Jade Cargill will beat you faster than you can say the word jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Sterling, I love that name even to this day. Tay He's Conti, so great. I I I was not a fan of her when she was in the NXT. I just thought no she, one was. I just thought she, she was wasn't a, waste a fan of, space. of her in NXT. But I got to be honest with you, she's really coming along here so far. She's really starting to pick up steam. She's not there yet, but you can see that she's taking it a lot more seriously now. She's performing a lot better. The match, what was the match she had? I think it was, uh, she had a, it wasn't Britt. Yeah, it was Britt. It was, it she, was Britt. She, yeah, the last was... pay-per-view was her and Britt, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had so. a pretty pretty decent match. That was match a good here. match. Her and Britt and her and Sheeta were and really that, good matches. Yeah, that street fight too, right? Yeah, the street fight. 
Oh, cool. well, that, the, that was kind of a mess. But... Ty, the thing with Ty Conti is in NXT, she was in the the wrestling class, and everyone, all the women learned the same thing. Every, well, everyone learned the same thing. And then in AEW, they've been incorporating her judoka and her jujitsu into what she does. And it's not a perfect meld of both yet, but she's getting there with her with her arm takedowns and how good her scissor kicks have become, not scissor kicks, pump kicks have yeah. become. Like she's getting good at adding the martial arts into her wrestling to make her stand out from everybody else. And she's gonna need it because Jade's gonna wax that ass. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, CA finally made it into the actual chat here. It says, remember, Tay Conti was almost in Undisputed Era. Yes, she was. Yeah, for like 11 minutes. I, no, 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 that was the clip that she was in, but there was actual discussions. They were like, come yeah. on, come on, come on, come on. She's hot, she's hot, come on. They just wanted to get the I mean, they weren't wrong. They, they were not wrong. They're very, very right. Also down here, James, this is going to be an interesting match when Tay is the vet of this match. Well, you know what? At, if you would have told, if you would have said that sentence one, one year ago, I would have laughed. Oh, I would have been so gleeful. But, <laughs> but this might actually be a really good opportunity for her here because if she goes into that ring and let's say for some stupid reason she is the one calling the match inside that ring, if it comes out good, aha. Uh, yeah. uh, it could happen because I'm telling you right now, Jade Cargill. Uh, again, she's another one. Give it a few years. What? How long? A year? Two years for her too, as well? Something like that. Yeah, Something maybe like two years. Year she's she's going to be great. She, she will she, be. She, she will she's be. be great. That championship is there for a reason. They're trying to set her they up as a love player. Her. Yeah. Didn't we talk about her before? That the reason why she was even not where she is right now is because she had health just. Health issues she had no control over. Originally, like a while ago, yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. So it's good. It's good that she's coming from that and, and yeah. they're, they're and putting like, her where she needs to be. With her, she's also going to stand out because like a lot of the women have been working with Dustin Rhodes and uh, Jerry Lynn. Jade's been working with Danielson. So she's, so she's destined for great. So how many times right. do you think Jerry Lynn practiced Sunset Flip with Jay Conti? Every mm -hmm. time. It's a Sunset Flip. The Booker T spot. <laughs> uh, Brian, who was your pick in this match? Tay Conti, Jade Cargill. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going to have to go with Jade. Um, although I like that they're building Ty, I, I just don't think that they're going to put the uh, TBS title on her. So I'm going to I'm gonna have to go with Jade. This, mm. one, this one's pretty – I don't know. I don't see them doing anything kind of wacky with this one. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah I definitely the see them giving it to Jade's take in this. She's going to continue doing what she's doing. But win or lose, this is a great look for both of them as long as they, they have a great match. So it doesn't oh, matter. Yeah, that's the thing. This is sure. one of those it doesn't matter. This you just have to execute. Thing. You will yeah. both benefit from this if you execute. So if they get we'll the bell with no injuries, both will come out better. Absolutely. This situation is like the ancient one in Endgame. Okay. When he was talking about, no, we can't stop it, but if we return the stones to right where we took them, it'll be like it never left. And then she goes, ah, yeah. but you're forgetting the most important part. You've got to survive. Same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. it'll work out great for both of them. Mm. If as the match is good, as long mm -hmm. as they can do it, this is at least seven or eight minutes. You can't have these chicks in here for more than ten minutes. Or this gonna, mm -hmm. The wheels will fall. No, right this will be four or five. Yeah. Bree worked with Danielson too. She didn't. She no. got good. Bree, Bree worked <laughs> with Daniel Bryan. 
Yeah, but Bree worked with Daniel in a different capacity than Jade is. Uh, they practiced many spots a in the very, ring. Very and, different. And, uh, yeah. Lot, lots of rear naked chokes, training, lots of head scissors. Yeah, their training methods were a little <laughs> different from one another. You know, Bree really, if you think about it, got into her work. And I think Daniel reciprocated that by also getting behind and making sure she did everything she needed to do to get better at her craft. You get what I'm but saying? But is Daniel soon a good person to to train her though? Absolutely. She's she's technically a she's technically a big man in her Yeah, she's six feet division. Tall. She's the she's the 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 biggest or or one of the towering statures. So is yeah. he the right one to show her how to move? It is yes, a question that popped into my head. To sell for her. Okay. Wait, I didn't hmm. catch what you said again. Xander, yeah, Xander, yes. again. Yes. He's the right one to sell for her. He's the right. Oh, we mean during the fact during the training portion, right? Linda, yeah. She's big, and he's worked a lot of big men. He can't show her what to do, but he can be like, "Put me in this position." Yeah. Do this uh, to me. Not how to work, but how to work with. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, okay, that makes sense. That's good. It's 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 kind of like uh, showing someone what they should be seeing when they're Correct. in the ring. So it's like if they were of equal size, they'll show they'll okay. This is how you like. How do you show someone a sledge? Ugh, no, but if I'm down here, and you sledge here, you bring this power. Bam. If I'm on right. one knee, it's a different sledge now. It's boom. If if you're mm -hmm. catching me in motion, it's a different. There's like many ways to do everything. So as long as he's putting himself in the right spots, she knows what to expect. So when she hits red velvet with something, and she ain't bumping like that, she ain't bumping right. Something's and, wrong. And right. something's wrong. Right. And now because she trained with him, when it goes wrong, she knows how to fix it. Because let's face it, as a heel and as a She's going to be the bigger woman in every match she's in. So mm -hmm. she doesn't know how to protect them yet. And that's what it comes down to. That's what Nia Jax couldn't get. Yes, she can do the big move. That's great. But she didn't know how to protect anyone. So She can't get bell to bell without the And that's another thing, too. She's not only the tallest. She's also fucking Which solid. Which means she's like in mass. firm. Jade is in firm control of everything in that match. Yes. And they're teaching cool. her how to do that. So I'm buying it. I'm fucking high for this mm. pay-per-view. I don't say that a oh, lot. Yeah. I don't Tornado, hear I'm high for this shit. Tornado Trios match. Matt Hardy, Andrade, and Isaiah Cassidy against the TNT champions Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, and Sting. My money, all of my hard-earned money is on the table. All those names... I just want to see what Isaiah Cassidy can do, baby, because this man is the Keith Lee maker right here. Like a Super Bowl. Great. Like a Super Bowl. No one's bumping around like Isaiah Cassidy right now. I can't. I pull put money on it. Sting is looking across the ring and goes, give me Isaiah. Give me <laughs> Isaiah. That's the oh, guy yeah. that I want. I'm telling you I right now. It. I love Isaiah Cassidy to death. Uh, there's no... Uh, I think I've told the story on the show before. When I began my uh, career with House of Glory, Isaiah was a student, uh, not even in the ring yet, just just training. And they had him doing chairs, and he was actually, I wouldn't call him an assistant, but he, he, he helped me with equipment during my ring announcing and during my commentating. He was working the equipment with me and making sure the audio was good. He was working alongside with me. Then they started giving him some more matches, and he started doing this, started doing that. Then him and Quinn got together, 
and I was still calling House of Glory matches. So I've been I've been calling Isaiah Cassidy's shit from training to now. So when he he did the match with Keith Lee, I'm in my living room, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. You know, I, I had my Oculus on. I was watching it on YouTube on my Oculus, and I was in the living room just fucking swinging. Yeah, I love that <laughs> shit. Did you see that Bill? That's how you fucking Bill. That's how it's done. <laughs> That's how you base for a fucking meal. And then the fucking powerbomb spot to the outside. I was like, God damn. That's how you do it. I was like, New York, baby. That's how <laughs> we do it. Yeah, there's a lot of guys in this fucking match, and I can't wait to see all of them. I'm just glad Andre Andrade, I should say, is uh, is not in a singles match because I I want to make sure that I am able to stay awake for the remainder of the pay-per-view. Wow. So I'm sure wow. I just want to make sure that we get doses of it and mix it uh, in with some more of my Cassidy shit and more. Even Matt. I'll take Matt a little bit. And we'll see Andrade is one of my favorite wrestlers right now, too. Okay. Please explain why. Because he's just, he's great. Like, it's not just, like, I don't know how to explain. Like, he's Why are there so many guys on this roster that we have to go, Why? He's just awesome. I don't You're know, the one who has to go. Why? I because I, I want to know. Fan. Yeah. I I. What does he do? What is is this? Is it the promo? Is is it just? In, as I I'll admit, in ring he's very he is smooth as butter inside that fucking ring. I'll give it to him on that. But everything else outside me, of that, he's still trying to buy the young boy. He's the little yeah, boy, the little boy him, in front of him. That, I'm like, what the hell is I this? I don't know. <laughs> he said, like, "Look, my hands are clean as that. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He's doing but some that, Taiwan shit. I don't like know." That, his his booking, you can't say, is on him. But so, like Andrade Alidolo, I've always been a fan. Like, I'm wearing I'm wearing a Los Angeles T-shirt right now. He because was one of the mark. founders of the no, faction. <laughs> uh, I've been a fan of his since La Sombra. Uh, I watched him versus Nakamura for the Intercontinental title and I for uh, the IWGP Intercontinental title. Name I've been a fan of since. I love it. I love it. Uh, even his his work in NXT was amazing. Uh, his matches with Johnny Gargano were outstanding. And I know AJ's going to be like, well, Johnny Gargano was in the match. No, so no, no. Course. I'm not. I'm not. It was a good match. I'll give him both. I'm not. It's like, give me some sort of fucking creative. I just said he was nice in the ring. I'm not going to take it away he from is. him. And like the Andrade Pac matches were fantastic in AEW. Well, I mean, Pac, uh, though. See? see? <laughs> I'll just fuck it around. Let him have it. <laughs> I'll just fuck it around. And uh, he's like, I'll compliment him, but like there's other, there's condiments on that compliment. Mm -hmm. uh, CA's back in here. I love Private Party. AHFO seems like a mismatch stable, though. Just a bunch of random guys. That's what it was always. Yeah. When they That's had AEW, when is, they had bro. Hybrid Two in there, and the Butcher and the Blade and Private Party, I was like, this is where the tag teams go to die. I thought Matt Hardy, I thought well, Matt Hardy was a tag team legend. He's destroying tag teams left and right. Well, so with with the Butcher and the Blade, though, that was a that was more of a scheduling thing because you had Big Andy and his band <laughs> yeah. always going on tour and unfortunately for me the band no longer exists oh uh, but that means blade a butcher who just came back from a torn bicep in what november nice and is already back taking, taking bumps people's in heads March? Off? i like, like it. that's yeah. a tough that's a tough motherfucker right there bro uh, and he's one of the nicest human beings ever also great 
Uh, James Wright, this match is going to be amazing or a messy spot fest. No in between. I'm going to go gonna with the latter. Both. It's going to be both. Why not, it's gonna be, why it's gonna not be, both? It's gonna be a why messy, can't they both exist at the gonna same time? It's going to be messy time. and amazing. If you, if you zoom in real close on the AEW logo, it actually says PWG. <laughs> you have to peel it off like the Rick and Morty meme. You just, yep. Look, it says <laughs> it is. It's PWG. It's actually a PWG oh, six-man tag match. Brian. I need you to put on your your thinking cap here. Okay. Who of which team wins? But I also want you to tell me who scores the pinfall on who. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, um. Is- my gut would have to say it would be the team of Sammy Darby and Sting going over. Mm-hmm. Uh. However, <laughs> the yes, picks I've already yes. picked. They've been like. Very predictable, so I'm just going to flip the script a little bit. I'm going to go with uh, Hardy, Family, Andrade, uh, Family, whatever the hell it's called. Say his HF. Name. I can't, it's, the name is so long, man. I can't, it is. And it only Cassidy got longer because well. they added a <laughs> Right, yeah. But um, I'm going to go with them. And, I mean, is there any possibility that we could see Jeff Hardy getting involved in some capacity? So That could be I wonderful. Don't know. That, that's why I feel like w- with him looming, his his because he already said that he's coming in. Uh, with yeah. that kind of just hovering over it all, I feel like they might they might give Hardy Hardy the win. Um, and to answer your question, who takes the pin? Um, oh gosh. Oh yeah. I mean, it can't be a pillar and and sting. Uh, you can't pin Sting. Not gonna pin. Yeah, he's not gonna it's pin Sting. sting. Um, you, maybe look he at can... your options here: the Hall of Famer, the Double Champion, or the Pillar. Who, right? Who takes? I guess. <laughs> I guess Darby eats it, but probably Darby. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel strong about this pick, but I'm gonna go with it. All right. All right. I Unless think... something fancy happens, like you said with the whole Jeff Hardy thing, I don't know why. I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't hate the guy. It's just I'm so confused by it, but. I fucking love Sammy Guevara, man. I don't. I just don't get it. Me personally, I see Sammy pinning Isaiah for. I, that's mm. how I see it ending. Ooh. I say Andrade and Isaiah walk out on Matt. Sammy pins Matt. Oh. Oh. Okay. Whoa. Hardy's been Hardy's been having the erratic behavior recently, and it's he walked out on private party against Keith Lee. So I see Andrade and Isaiah walking out on Matt. Sammy pins Matt. And part of the face turn is Jeff saves Matt from everybody else on oh. Rampage, on uh, Dynamite. Xander's always looking wow. for the spicy storyline gimmick. I like how all of us all of us kind of thought that regardless of which side we picked, that something storyline-wise was going to take place. It was almost like this match has no meaning except for <laughs> it's going to yeah. do something cool. No meaning we're going to force into it. We're going for- to jam as much meaning into this orifice as we can possibly get. We need all of the meaning in here. <laughs> all of it. Uh, I'm almost afraid to click this button, but here we go. Let's take the ride, folks. Oh, here Let's it is. Oh, boy. Smoxley, oh, Danielson, okay. one-on-one. Uh, let's talk about the caveat. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. They're going to have a one-on-one contest, but they've pretty much prefaced this match by saying, we're going to end up on the same side. But before we get there, let's have a little fun first. So, Dave, you're 
probably the best person to ask this question to. But obviously, I think you're I think you're a pretty decent Danielson fan. I know I like for Danielson. a fact <laughs> you can't stand this other guy. That's so. not true. I've grown <laughs> to Moxley. <laughs> I have. You Bro. he's grown on you? I've grown to Moxley. This version, the AEW no, version. Yes, this version. Because you're I, not a Dean Ambrose guy. I gap. saw the smile on your face when the when the exploding death match didn't explode <laughs> in my head. I was like, oh, he is so happy Moxley and Omega got fucked on this finish. That was bad. I was still growing to learn Moxley at that, at that moment. To this day, I think it may just have been side effects of the WWE because when I see him on there every once in a while when they show his face, it fucking infuriates me. So maybe it's just that that bothers me. But this Still iteration of Moxley, I'm okay with. I don't have a problem uh, with this. This Moxley is more is is uh, he's more experienced now than when when because I my favorite version of Moxley will always be that indie run leading into the WWE when his promos were just mm-hmm. on the money, and I really haven't felt like he's gotten that back. At least that edge that he had before. I think he has recently. He's, since coming back from rehab. Uh, yeah, I think right. I was just going to say that because the promo with, with Danielson. Danielson the promo was with Danielson when he was talking about, you know, I don't stand aside by side with anybody until I bleed with him first and all that stuff he has said before. Uh, uh, with the, which the elephant in the room would talk about here is that they talked a lot about legacy and what they could leave behind by not fighting each other, but working together. They even dropped a few names, Lee Moriarty and Daniel Garcia and all kinds of different people. Uh, Brian, I'll turn back to you here. Which would you actually prefer? A long time, not well, maybe not long time, but a, a running program between these two guys, or should this be one and done and then let's get this group together? No, I, I mean, I, there's definitely a lot of meat on the bones with this one, so I, I... – like you said, I can see them doing the whole they 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 had this match. They like they also they bleed whether they both do or at least Danielson does. Oh no, Mox Mox was the one that said yeah. it right. Mox was yeah, Mox was first. Mm-hmm. right. right. Uh, I, I could see them just kind of going to war and then after this maybe you know tagging or or doing something. A lot of the 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 names that were thrown around was like something like Power Trip. That's what a lot of people have been saying. Like oh, this reminds me if they tag together, but. And they don't really have the belts to go along with that, but I get the idea of it guys, is kind yeah. of power trippy. Yeah, two top guys kind of kind of coming together. Um, but if I were to have to pick a winner, uh, I would have to go with Moxley. I mean, he just came back recently. Uh, and I know Danielson is kind of he's on the up and up in, in AEW, but I feel like uh, I feel like Moxley kind of needs to remind people that you know just how good he actually is, and uh, not to say that he's taking a you know, a step back or anything, but I feel like this would definitely kind of cement him, uh, re-cement him, if that's even a word, uh, into uh, into re-cement. the upper echelon, yeah, of uh, of of AEW. So I'm going with Moxley on this one. Going with Moxley, Dave Moxley or Danielson, who comes? I don't know. My head's kind of spinning on this one because I, I, I'm thinking I, I'm putting my Xander hat on. I'm thinking storyline here. If Moxley takes an L here, I find it, just based on the promos, I find it hard for Moxley wanting to then continue a tag team. Because he was very specific about the fact that he never beat him, that he's a different guy now. So if he loses again, 
even saying that he's much better now than he was before. I'm not that. I don't see Moxley as his gimmick. Putting that aside to then be tag teams with him. If he does do that, he can run the gimmick where they're tag team, and then, then they can eventually tap back into the one-on-one with him turning on him uh, later on and, and wanting that rematch, whatever the case may be. But I don't know. I, I think I think, uh, I think think Danielson wins this one, and I don't think they, they tag team at all. Although I would love to see that, but I don't see that. Before okay. I get to Xander, look at this guy. This is going to be a time limit draw. It better fucking not. It better not. It better I'm not. through. It I'm done. Not. I'm all nah, tapped They only do time on limit draws on TV. <laughs> uh, Xander, who you got, Mox or Danielson? All right, so here's my spicy story. Oh, here we go. It's a, like it's a spicy <laughs> meatball. Danielson up dirty. Comes out on Wednesday, talks about how he beat John Moxley. Now John has to come out shake his hand and be his tag partner and moxie refuses because danison cheated he doesn't have honor he's a coward and it builds to a bigger match at probably all out where moxie does finally get the win but in that time you can have moxley and danison both have matches with lee moriarty and garcia and i know danison already beat them but you can have moxley now run the gambit of them as well so you're still that you're still that or do what out. you said and force them to tag team and some type of storyline where they have to go against other. Well, people no, because that like would force be to work with them. If if they if they put in a stipulation that if Danison won, Moxie had to be his partner, that would work. But I True. think I think having Danison cheat the win, pissing Moxie off to no end, and leading to like a very ultra violent match at All Out, I think that's the way they're gonna go. Does it make sense for Brian to cheat the win though? Yeah, yeah, I okay. can buy that. I I, I ask. I, I just just because you know. he's been, especially because of the way, like after the uh, the Chris Daniels match, where he was, he grabs the microphone and he's like, "In Ring of Honor, it was on. We started the match with a handshake, and we ended the match with a handshake." And he grabs Daniels' hand. He goes, "But I'm not in Ring of Honor." And starts kicking his face in. Mm-hmm. I can see Daniels and cheating to win. Okay. Cheat, okay. Danielson cheating to win, actually, if you think about it, uh, I could already picture the promo in my head because Moxie was the one who brought up that he's never beaten Danielson. And yeah. Moxie also was the one that brought up that the, the first time that they had fought, even he had considered Dan- Danielson at that point the best wrestler in the world. So if they get to the pay-per-view here at Revolution and Moxley also said, hey, I'm not that kid from 10 years ago, I'm a whole different cat – if Danielson was to show Moxley, I'm also not that guy from 10 years ago. I've also got a little bit of an edge because they keep talking about this wrestling violence. Moxley's the violent one. He's the wrestler. Now I know he's been Yeah, but kicking, Danielson is I know he's been violent ki- I know he's been kicking people's <laughs> heads in, but I mean, there's a difference between being aggressive in a fight and then going through pains of glass for fun. There's a difference between the two. Mm-hmm. If you're going to market violence in wrestling, these two guys are not in the same category. But if Danielson was to show a side of that violence here in this matchup to set up something that Xander just brought up, which would be a more violent-oriented match at All Out, Moxley said, I don't stand side-by-side side with anybody until we bleed. There's a very good chance that even if they bled here, that doesn't mean the bleeding needs to stop here. 
there could be more blood down the road before we get to this uh, whole situation with the team. I like the idea of the two of them training wrestlers on on camera in front of the world and letting them see what they can do uh, down the line. I'm talking about the talents, of course, what they can do uh, going down the line here. So I'm actually really interested in the idea of seeing them together. However, I do like them <laughs> in a singles program wow. as well. So I do. I'm, it, I'm, I, yeah, I'm leaning more I, towards Brian cheating his way out of this one and coming up with a win. Danielson I would has love. Had, go ahead. If I can have what I want, I would love this match to not be nearly as bloody as I anticipate it to be. I, yeah. I hope it's a really good match. I would even like the situation that you're talking about because it guarantees another match. And then that second match just being a fucking the most brutal thing you've ever seen. Well, I'm really hoping deep down that there's no blood in this particular match. I know that they pumped it. I yeah, know, I don't I, want I, it in this match. This is not the match to, on this card that I, I want, want another one so, yeah. for a payout. Yeah, 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 yeah so, so yeah. if it gets a little nasty here, I'll take it. But this is not the one that he them off the floor after. Uh, so we all made our picks here. Click button. And there we go. We're on to the next matchup here. Eddie Kingston going one-on-one -on -one with Chris Jericho. Once again, Jericho finds himself in the ring with the flavor of the month. And it's going to be the slowest and, match And I'm not saying Eddie is actually flavor of the month, but I think everyone understands what I'm trying to get at here. Eddie Kingston is quite possibly the most over guy in this company right now. All the respect in the world. Could not be happier for my boy. All that stuff that he says on camera is 100% true. Eddie Kingston has been on this podcast in the past. Uh, I love this fucking guy. He was a, a veteran in the game. I mean, I think he was 10 years deep when I got it. And I'm 10 years deep. <laughs> so uh, he always looked out for guys like us in the scene down here, uh, here in New York. And he's always been such a good dude. I am so happy for this guy. That he's getting this push right now. That he's getting this look. This match is not a good look. Five the guy. <laughs> There's nobody really in this match that I feel like. I mean, unless something really surprising happens here. This is the intros be, will be fire. Oh yeah, the intros are going to be great. The hype behind <laughs> this. I wish Michael Buffer was doing the intros for this because I would. By the time the two of them get in the ring, I'm, my load would be gone. <laughs> but this is this is another one that I think needs to be controlled on the time. Uh, the speed's obviously going to be what it is. Slow. Jericho's mm -hmm. going to tell his story. Uh, I don't see him carrying them that much. Kingston can tell a story in his own right, but Jericho made it a point in the promo leading up to this matchup. You can't win the big one. You can't win the big one. So I, I'm going to give you guys the opportunity to go ahead and give your uh, opinions on the match, but I'm going to kick this one off, being as though it's my boy, and I need Kingston to absolutely 100% lose this match. I need him to lose this match. Uh, for a very similar reason that we just talked about before with Moxley and Danielson, Eddie Kingston is good for the chase. He's good for the chase. That sympathy, that, that, that let's go Eddie bullshit is so fucking awesome. And it only really happens when it, uh, the, the magic really happens when he's in a dire, dire situation. That face-off that they had was absolutely perfect because I think it's the most serious I've seen Chris Jericho in AEW in a long time. And I think him stepping into the ring with Kingston, there was no way 
There's no dinner la debonair that's gonna happen with Kingston. There's no, there's no, like 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 Kingston said. I don't want the guy who did the mimosa match. I don't want the guy who you know fell off a cage doing some stupid shit. You know he he <laughs> he, he, he threw all that shit out in the promo. I don't want all that garbage. I want Chris fucking Jericho if he's even still there. Knock knock is is Chris Jericho still in there? At one point. Are we forgetting this? At one point, Chris Jericho was in the conversation of greatest of all time. Weren't we having that conversation like just a few years ago? It was is like, he wow. not still in the conversation? I still think he is. And it's blasphemy. It's the Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> it's the Tom Brady of wrestling if people are saying that he's not. Because you're just hating him because he's Chris Jericho he is is, Har- is the Harvey Dent thing right now. He, you know, you either, you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. He's been around for so goddamn long. To be honest with you, he's on his, what, second, third generation of fan bases? He's been around since the early much, 90s. Which talks to his greatness. Right. It does talk to his greatness, but how will he be remembered by the people who exist now? Because the one that they know now, if you've never really followed him, if you're young, 12, 13 years old, you just started falling into love with wrestling now, and this is the Chris Jericho that you meet, I don't necessarily know if greatness is something they're going to attach to it. We will. We grew up watching the guy. We know what he's capable of. We know what he's done in the past. To us, he's bulletproof. But to this new generation, I don't know. This is a different Chris Jericho. Hey, now, I'll tell you what. I got a glimpse Chris of the Jericho, old guy. If you don't think this Chris Jericho is great, it will at least open you up to his catalog, and then you'll change your mind after that. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I already stated my opinion. Uh, Eddie, I, I need Eddie Kingston to lose this match. I need Chris Jericho to win this match. Because I uh, the stipulation alone about, you know, if I win, I'll show you respect. If I don't, you're a loser, blah, blah, blah. I can imagine the fucking promo packages of him, of them bringing all those promo clips back. You can't win the big one. You can't win. The, and you see Eddie just going nuts out of his fucking mind. And it's like, if you lose or if I win or whatever, I'll, you're a loser. Your father was a loser. Your uncle was a loser. All that shit he was bringing up. And then for Eddie to lose. That I mean, that all leads to the chase, man, and I'm in for it. I I need to all out with a big Eddie Kingston win in a stipulated match with Chris Jericho. I'm with it. There's gonna be oh, let me put it up here first. There's gonna be some Santana Ortiz shenanigans. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. May, that might not be needed here on this one this Sunday. I'm not. That's kind of what I was sure. thinking. Well, it, we'll, we'll it kills to- the feud. Well, let me segue to Brian. Well, go ahead. Uh, uh, I'll I'll take your pick, but also give me more about this uh, Santana Ortiz yeah. factor. Yeah. Well, I think just kind of piggybacking off of what you said uh, for the reasons as to why Eddie Kingston, you, you think that he should be taking the loss on this one. I think that he should actually be taking the win. Um, so I'm going with Eddie Kingston. I think there's going to be outside stuff going on, uh, like uh, Mr. Claiborne said on there. Uh, Santana and Ortiz, I think they're going to play a, a factor in this. Um, and I think, I, I mean, maybe even, I don't know if we're going to see Wardlow out. I mean, Wardlow already has his match and so he's got enough going on. So <laughs> definitely, I think San, Santana and Ortiz are going to get involved. Um, and I do think people want to see Kingston win this match just because Jericho has been shitting on him for the past few weeks or so. So they want to see the, uh, the, the underdog or the baby face kind of go over. And this is the big payoff, I guess. I don't know if there's really going to be much, like I, I don't know if I see them going like a one on one and continuing this feud on to the, their their next big show. Um, I, I don't know. I think this I think this could kind of 
fizzle or kind of maybe extend over to like dynamite and, and that for maybe a week or two. But I'm going to go with Kingston. Um, and I think that Santana and Ortiz, yes, they're definitely going to play a factor in this. Uh, in, in Jericho losing, I'll say. Xander. Uh, so spicy story. I have, <laughs> I have Eddie win clean, no shenanigans. After the match, Jericho refuses to shake his hand. Oh, that's Kicks how you Eddie, can t- Okay. Hoofs Eddie, hoofs Eddie right in the balls, and Proud and Powerful come to Eddie's defense rather than Jericho's. I'll give him credit for calling him Pride and Powerful. Dave, who are, who are you <laughs> picking here? I don't know. This is a tough one. I mean, I, I, I feel like down the middle, this as long as it's a good match, it's going to be fine. Obviously, it, it all really depends on the story. You guys will probably know it a little bit more than I do and, and where this is going. But I don't see a big payout as far as it just being a good match. And I, I really – it doesn't matter. I, I think Eddie should win. I, I like Eddie. I like seeing Eddie win here. But I don't have a feeling that either one of them need to win or lose it. And after this, like Brian said, I, I don't really see the longevity of the storyline. If someone else has a, a reason why it would continue, then great. Uh, but because of that reason, like you said, why not do a payout right now? And whoever you wanted to come out on top should be on top here. And I don't see a reason why it's Jericho. Eddie could use it. Oh, then there you go. Eddie could use the nonchalant win more than Jericho could so, if it's not so going my, anywhere. My thing about this match is I don't see it as an Eddie Kingston, Chris Jericho uh, storyline. I think it's an inner circle. I think it's the storyline that is the dissolution of the inner circle. Right. And Eddie's just there because he's the proud and powerful part. And then all the, the more line. reason for Eddie to take the win. Though. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. Fuck all of you. No. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, this next one that I'm going to pull up right here, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm lost. I think I we really, skipped a match, AJ. Did I, I? No, I didn't. I'm not through with all the. We have more matches. I know, but like, is he it was going, somewhat going in an order, and then he he skipped he ironic he ironically skipped one of them. <laughs> ironically, the ironically. one people he hates, he skipped. He was like, young fucks and dino douche. No way. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Busudosaurus, <laughs> as he calls them. <laughs> ruined, ruined. I was saving this match for later, you fucks. Oh, well, I was just following the list. No. That's it. That's a numbered list. No, god damn, uh, ruined the whole gimmick. You even took the but the line and everything. God damn it! <laughs> Can we talk about this fuck fest first? This and match then... had me sweating for the first three weeks because Powerhouse Hobbs was the smallest man in the match. Oh my! Well, no, because as <laughs> of not? they haven't aired it well, yet. No, no, it's gonna no. Air... The first few weeks. So the first one to qualify was Keith Lee, and then Powerhouse Hobbs, and then Wardlow. So I was like, oh shit, Hobbs is the <laughs> smallest guy in the match. All the giants. Oh, and geez. then we finally got Ricky, and I was like, oh okay, that's a little better. <laughs> oh my god uh yeah well there's one two three four five there is a sixth man um it was taped on wednesday it has i think as of now actually that we're because we're streaming live on friday it wasn't uh, it wasn't taped on wednesday it's live tonight but we still have the re- I mean, it wasn't taped on wednesday rampage is live tonight 
Rampage is live tonight. All right, well, look it up. Who won? Because I think it's supposed to be Ethan Page and Christian Cage. I think it's still going on right now. It doesn't air at uh, 10. Oh, because on the Wikipedia page, they got Christian Cage. So maybe they know something you don't know. Oh. <laughs> Spoilers, Wiki. Uh, oh, wait. Oh. I didn't catch this. Eric Rowan just returned. Eric Rowan just returned. Oh, well, that's why just... That's why uh, Nancy put in the chat here, Eric Ridbeard, like, oh, my God. Yeah, he he's uh, teaming with Pac and Penta against the House of Black. Oh. That what? sounds like the opposite thing that should be happening, but all right. Right. <laughs> we need more hairy white guys in the House of Black. <laughs> uh, let's focus on this uh, crash course of, of, of stupidity here. We so what the, don't you uh, like about it? I just don't want any more multi-man ladder matches. It's got nothing to do with uh, the see, guys. I knew you were going to say that. It's got nothing to because do with you, the guys in the ring. I'm just you have the ultimate hate for ladder matches. I've, if this I've wasn't a ladder this. match, I don't think you would hate it as much. I mean, it's still multi-man. I wouldn't be as excited. But, yeah, I think I would like it more if it was. If if, it, if the ladders, I'm done. I'm done. I'm all tapped out. I mean, that TLC match, that triangle ladder match was what, 1999? But I'm this is it. like somewhat I'm of a money it. in the bank match. And the it? money in the bank yeah. is, is over too. Get rid of it. It's done. Stop. No. Too much. It's no one's even doing it like it's it's, it's it, am I the only one? It's the same match every time. It doesn't matter what promotion, it doesn't matter what talent, it's the same fucking high spots every fucking time. No disrespect to any person in this match. I'm just over the multi-man ladder match. I would actually appreciate a one-on-one -on -one ladder match once in a while. I don't know. Just, just a we fucking just had mission. one a few weeks ago. I forgot who that was. Cody and uh, Sammy, right? Yeah, it was Cody dope. Cody and Sammy. And it was dope. Probably one of the best ladder matches I've ever seen. Uh, it was dope. It was great. It was a nice mix-up. They told a story with it. This is going to be a fucking car crash. Look at, first of all, Look at the combined weight. Like Xander said, who? How many of these people are climbing ladders? Jesus Keith fucking Lee. That could be a good thing, though. I mean, Keith Lee could. He is limitless. He can climb the. He's winning. <laughs> to me, at least, I believe so. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you on that. It has. It can't be anyone else but him at this point. I'm, Just, agree. I'm going with well, you. You don't guys think too. Ethan Page is gonna take it? Yeah, that would be a no. <laughs> That's a no. I'm gonna go ahead and. I need a graphic for AJ says, no, a stamp, no. <laughs> no, it, it's going to be Keith Lee, and he's going to try to throw Sammy farther than his ladder bump. Oh, my God. Imagine Rookie Starks pulls off like a big man move, like he just fucking farming carries Wardlow <laughs> off the top of the ladder or some shit. I don't know. Imagine and then Ricky Orange Cassidy in this it. fucking match. My God. you got to have someone to slow Come on, it down. Orange Cassidy was so great in the last one when he stood in the middle of the ring with no ladder and reached for the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Uh, I've not well. Wikipedia has Christian Cage in this matchup. I don't know if they're going to do that. I, I think Ethan Page is a little bit more. I don't know because they're be going. Matchup, they're but. on next. So, well, you know what? Not for nothing. Didn't I just say how long ago was that Triangle Ladder match? Nineteen ninety nine. Don't put Christian Cage in this. Don't do it. No. Don't do yeah. it. Don't no, do it's it. It's happening. It's happening. This ladder, the ladder match is why this motherfucker had to retire in the first place. Can you chill? Christian Cage, is he's officially a manager now, right? He no, hasn't had a wrestling right. match. Oh, no, he hasn't so. had a wrestling match since September. He's been managing Jurassic Express this entire time. He's not, he's not officially Because he's trying to yet. get the young ones over. Granted, but he hasn't wrestled. He's only managed since September. A matter of fact, all out, right? Uh, no, because he had a match... 
He when did he lose that impact title? Like right after All Out, right? Like in September, like right after it. He dropped the belt mm-hmm. to um what was that Alexander? Was it Josh Alexander he he dropped the belt to? And that was yeah. it. And that was fucking it. He hasn't wrestled since. That motherfucker is a manager. Don't tell me no goddamn different. <laughs> Don't lie to me to my face. Don't piss on me and call it rain. That's bullshit. <laughs> He's a fucking manager. This is coming from a fucking manager. He's managing. If you put him in that fucking, and I am not even a big supporter of Ethan Page, but at the same time, don't put don't a Christian Cage in a ladder match. Get outside the box, will you? Jesus Christ! Next thing you know, I'm gonna. Have, oh my God! I shouldn't even say that loud. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I was just gonna say with Jeff Hardy coming in. Fucking Christ! Time out. Forget I said it. Never mind. But you said it. I said his name. I didn't say the whole thought that was in my head. Cause it's Plenty more. He's winning. The name is all you need. (laughs) He's winning the whole thing. Everyone here has got Lee. We'll move on. Unless you guys, what are you guys, I'll be fair. What are you guys looking forward to? Dave, what are you looking forward to in this ladder match? I just got a question. If you're, if, if you're Hobbs and Keith Lee goes over here, are you mad? No, 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 not even a little bit. Really? Okay. Fair enough. He ain't there yet. And he knows it. Okay. And I'm definitely getting there. Yeah, no, he is. I'm basing this off of his own comments uh, from an interview he did when he uh, was discussing how honored and, you know, all whatever the fuck about wrestling punk on Dynamite. You know, so it's he he knows what he, what he's doing yeah. and he, he'll get there. There's a lot of guys Hobbs, that are going to get there. Hobbs is everything they thought Ahmed Johnson was going to be when they put him in Harlem Heat 2000. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was a very specific reference, but I appreciate you for it. It's, yeah, the, it's the flame singlet. We, it's we, the flame singlet. We, we educate here on Orsini's Uncensored Mind out there. Google YouTube it, bitches. It was a fun Big time. Big T. Big T. That's CB right. Ray and, and then they had a match over. And then they had a match over the letter T. Over the letter T. And Booker lost. And Booker lost. Yeah, he was just the Booker. Booker man, he became Booker. I wonder how WWE's legal team got that T back. What did they get? What did they give Ahmed Johnson? Well, no, right? No, because uh, Booker got it back in WCW. Oh, okay, he did get it back in WCW after he was GI Bro. GI yeah, oh, Bro, right? Well, there you go. <laughs> it was. It was. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> Good googly boogly. There it is. <laughs> googly boogly. Isn't, that, isn't Booker also the uh, shucky ducky quack quack? Shucky ducky quack quack. <laughs> right there it is. Uh, hey, bo- <laughs> Good with a T. Good, <laughs> Brian. Is there anything about this ladder match uh, that you're looking forward to that I clearly don't? I'm e- yeah, I'm excited to see uh, Keith Lee mix it up with all these uh, AEW guys. And uh, I mean, not only is he he's my winner, but I'm excited to see uh, how Wardlow does in this uh, in this spot. Time I've always been a, a big, big Wardlow guy. Time, time to step up. Time to step. You know what? Yeah. I'm I'm gonna change my pick. Wardlow takes it. Oh my god. See now. Because so Wardlow takes it, MJF loses. He comes out and he says, "Wardlow, give me the ring." Oh shit! (laughs) Oh boy! He said before Wardlow qualified, he's like, "When you qualify and you win the ring and then you win the title, you will give me the title. It's in your contract." Wow! Look at that. So this is. I, I, I say almost Wardlow don't wins, want him to win and this now. is the beginning of his big face turn. Look at him. Always looking for the story, man. What I need. Always. Ooh. <laughs> All right, Dave. Oh, that's my girl. This is your main event. <laughs> the, <laughs> the rematch. Dr. Britt Baker, DM 
D defending the AEW Women's Championship against Thunder Rosa. She's How long has she been holding that belt? Britt Baker? Yes. Mad long. Eight months? <laughs> uh, almost, yeah, we're, good. We're, we're inching ever so closely to a year. Yeah, she's had it for a Dang. long fucking time. And the best match that she has had during this reign was against Thunder Rosa. That's what turned me. That match That's turned the me. Match that turned I them couldn't around. stand Britt Baker, but that match turned me. I'm I'm a fan now. Oh, look fan at this! Boy. Look at this! Rosa has to win. Enough with Britt. <laughs> He's had his fill of of Doctor Britt Baker. DMD. Okay, Britt is at ten months. Ten months Dang. officially. Look at that. Rosa has to win. I don't. You know you what? Can't, you can't take the belt. Off of Britt Baker I think solely because no, you can't, and here's can. why: she okay. is the leader of one of the hottest group of women to ever touch wrestling. <laughs> you can't Jesus. take the belt off the leader of it, dude. Oh, There's just too much greatness in that group. I'm sorry, this, it sticks with her until she decides she wants to go do this, something else. This might be my shocker pick of the night, but I think Thunder Rosa takes it. I think Thunder Rosa shocker. takes. Yeah, yeah. Thunder I don't Rosa think it's a shot. Not a shot. She's been champion for ten months. She wins every fucking match she's in. How is and it not Thunder a shot? Thunder Rosa gets that the biggest. Pops she's of beaten anyone Thunder in the Rosa building. a thousand times. They've. Uh, this They've is not their first matches. match. Well, which is basically a thousand times. Come on, keep up with numbers. And Thunder won the first one. Listen, I don't need you. Listen, don't fuck up my predictions with your logical shit. <laughs> not fucking okay. logic. I ruined my thousand analogy. No, listen. No, 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 no. no. Then why didn't you open with that, you prick? Why are you tearing me down in the process of making up? <laughs> I'm not. You're I'm ruining my self-esteem as a person. You're making me seem like I'm invaluable to this entire podcast right now. Don't do that. <laughs> listen, listen. Just make it your pick like a unsanctioned mind. And we're here talking about the list, AEW. Yeah, listen, listen, motherfucker. He told you from the top of the card, you are out of here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> lights out. It's a lights out. This actually, you it's, you were out it's, of here. it's so funny because their best match was a no holes barred, essentially. Like yeah, a the no lights holes out match. match. Yeah, the lights out match. This is going to be a regular ass wrestling match. So let's see how that all that goes. Brian, please interject here because this fucking guy is killing me. Say something <laughs> constructive. Make me feel Say better about myself as a person. Yeah. I need to feel yeah. better about myself uh, as a human being. Well, I, how about this? I'll give you my pick for this match, and okay. I will give you the reason why. Okay. Uh, I'm going with Thunder Rosa. Good. And okay. this isn't a slight at, at Britt Baker. I think she's done a wonderful job as champion. Um, I just think that with where uh, AEW is right now and the way that like kind of wrestling is, I feel like putting the AEW Women's Championship on someone like Thunder Rosa, where she goes everywhere, and she's always like, she has Mission Pro and like she does a lot of in independence and stuff. So I don't know. I don't think it would really change all that much if she were to win the belt. I mean, they would want her to kind of bring it around everywhere, I would imagine. Um, so I guess for that for that reason, I'm going to have to go with Thunder Rosa just, I think, for the um, exposure. Because I, I don't think really Britain needs it. I mean, she's proved that she can no, kind of carry. Either, I don't want. Yeah. What'd you say? No, I agree with you. No, I don't think she really. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really... I almost said that she was carrying the load, but I didn't want to. Uh, <laughs> uh, not, not uh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So Baby! I think, yeah, <laughs> it's it's time for Thunder Rosa. It's time for a new champion. Nancy in the chat. I've had enough of Britt Baker. I hope Rosa knocks her teeth out. Oh, my God. It lasts for me. Good Lord. Stop it. Rosa. Stop. Is well, the... if she did. She How about here? Rosa it. is the best wrestler in this division. 
Actually, yeah, I don't know far. about that. Hold on. Hold on. Thunder Rosa is, is damn nice, but I don't know. The Woman of a Thousand Holds is pretty fucking oh, good. I love me some Serena, Serena D. D. Woo! I, love, I love Serena since she was bald. Oh, man. I probably loved her more <laughs> bald. But, yeah, no. He's, <laughs> when Serena she was D. in the Straight Edge Society having drinks with an underage Adam Cole. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He was 20 in that yes, segment. He has to bring that up. Of course. Okay. All right. He was history, a future shock all member. All about history. He was a future shock member. He's allowed to have a beverage. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. He's allowed to quench his thirst. So it seems like everybody here, Dave, you, Dave you're still going with Baker, right? Absolutely. I think everybody Yeah, but he's hears. he's picking with the wrong see, head. That, you oh, know, I'm see. picking with the right one, buddy. Okay? <laughs> I'm the, see, I was really hoping that my pick would be a shock pick, but everyone picked my pick. Even the people in the comments are picking my pick. Because it's not but a that, shock. Dave, 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 Dave is over AF. <laughs> shock over AF. No one on. coming out of this uh, – Match is a loser. This is going to no, be a no. good match. It's going to be a great match. Yeah. It, whoever the belt lands on, it makes sense. And <laughs> even even if she loses the belt, or even if she keeps the belt, you could very easily, either way, continue this feud if you want to. So the sky's the limit with this one. It really yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, because they just added they just added my girl Mercedes to it. So like, there's there's still a lot of moving parts there. There's tons you can do with this. In the chat here, Sheeta. Just came back <laughs> and beat the dog shit out of Serena during one of those five, one of those boring five-minute challenges, which proves just how great Serena is. Because now she is out here looking like a million goddamn dollars. Yep. That's the goddamn <laughs> point. Thanks for proving my point for me, because she's awesome. Bro, Serena Deeb looks like your friend's hot mom who has to pick him up for being bad in class. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> right, right. I didn't think about that. You're opening comes up out the doors here. with the bun, with the messy bun, oh and you're God. like, "All right, Miss Johnson." Right, well, there's, an only, <laughs> there's an OnlyFans account I have to go after when this is over. All right, <laughs> All right I guess it's time. I can't avoid it any further. The AEW World Tag Team Titles are on the line, and boy, oh boy, where do we fucking begin? First of all, you knew the Young Bucks weren't going to stay out of this fucking pay-per-view. You just knew it. Doggone it. Don't you just know there was no way the Young Bucks were going to take the night off on you this. You can't have an AEW pay-per-view without any members of the Elite. That's where well, there you yeah. go. And with the whole deal with Red Dragon now being in this match, you knew they just weren't going to be able to resist. And then, of course, there are the tag team champions. The, the bloom was off the rose. Jungle Boy and Basutasaurus will be defending the tag team titles in this situation. The Ass Express, or the Your Ass Express, whichever you want to go with here. First of all, I love the graphic artics. Everyone here is in phenomenal shape. Look at all the abs. There's at least <laughs> six, 12. We got 36 abs in this picture alone. The editor is sweating his is, ass oh, off yeah, no, with no, all no. that shading First he's been all, doing all night. And I bet you not a single person was oiled up for this photo shoot. That's all gloss. Nope. That's Maybe all Maybe slightly bronzed, but that's it. Brian, that's you're all Brian. lighting Lucha, and Photoshop, my friend. Up. He he's an oil guy. He's a <laughs> big oil guy. Brian, you're a big editor. oil guy. You're yeah. you're you're an editor here. What kind of filters are we messing with here? Look Man, at all this I don't stuff. even know. Yeah, yeah. they. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's natural or if it's just. I mean, it could just be they could have a good oil team there at oh, AEW. Man. I don't. If I don't you know. look really closely at Jungle Boy, that is actually just 
Luke Perry from 86. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what's the oil budget at AEW? Right. Yeah, they high. must have a big oil budget. Big oil Almost as high as Dan Demand's oil budget. Almost. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> uh, let me see this one here. Uh, this if I had to a, pick. Hold on one second. This will be a big win yeah, for yeah, yeah. JB and Luchasaurus if they win. But then where do you go if you beat two tag teams of this caliber this earlier in the reign? Uh, there's a few tag what? teams in there that they could fight. They could they're actually... not. Go ahead. So they're not going to beat the other two teams. The other two teams are going to beat each other. That's what I'm thinking, too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because, God forbid, I don't think any of these fuckers are going to want to sell for Luchasaurus. And there's only, but, <laughs> there's only but so much work Jungle Boy can put in. So one of these motherfuckers, Jungle Boy is pinning some. Well, no, let me not say that. This fucking big bitch is going to do some sort of weird, awkward, untilted moonsault somewhere and fucking knock somebody out <laughs> and tear a squad in the process and pin a motherfucker by accident. And then pin the EMT when they come to get him because he's fucking knocked loopy. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> man, you have a lot of love for this. He fucking hates fucking this. One of the greatest wrestlers oh of all time. One of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Did you see his savant kick? It's an idiot savant. It's the weirdest fucking <laughs> his his body language is so fucking weird, so weird. And I know yeah, now why yeah, his, the yeah. crowd comes unglued every time he tags. Yeah, they in. they come in. They come for a they lot of come shit. Unglued. Yeah, they come for a lot of <laughs> shit. AW, fucking people. Come God on, had to, had to hit the classic 90s WWE <laughs> line. They've come unglued. The building has come unglued. This dude, said, blew the this roof dude said, "Rest in peace, Phoenix." His arm. Phoenix's I'm gonna, arm was Phoenix's fault. I was gonna, I was just gonna say, I can't even put that on Basutosaurus. Ray Phoenix has a talent, a special skill for killing himself. I don't, I, I, I would never blame anyone. If you took a gun, if Brian walked over to Ray Phoenix and put a fucking nine to Ray Phoenix's head and pulled the trigger, I would still blame Phoenix for some reason. I know Ray, <laughs> I know Ray did something, but if, like. Nothing against Ray Phoenix. He is a phenomenal wrestler. Okay. He reached back when they were going down. You could see it. I told the story, and uh, it was just me and Dave on the show at the time. I had the same exact injury that Ray had with the elbow. It was this one. Yeah. And I and it's the same bump. And I took uh, mine's was a power bomb. He took a choke slam from uh, the apron to the table. Mine was just a power bomb. Same exact injury. <laughs> so when I tell you that he did something stupid, I'm not criticizing because of what I saw. I have paid bills to prove that I know <laughs> that it was stupid because I've done it. It's fucking dumb. It was a dumb bump, and he shouldn't have taken it. But then again, when you're Ray Phoenix, you don't think about something like that because he <laughs> takes dumb bumps all the time and is none the wiser of it. So that's one That's one death I, I can't put chalk line under Basutosaurus. But he has killed many matches. He has killed many of his opponent's momentum. Not to the live crowd. If you took a sheep and disemboweled him in the middle of that ring, AEW fans would go fucking banana sandwich for it. And then wait for Dave Meltzer's star system to come and tell him how that that goat got gutted in three and a half star fashion. That fucking audience will pop for just about fucking anything Four in that star fucking goat there. Four star go. <laughs> I actually, you know, all the shit that I'm talking, I'm still picking Jurassic Express to win this match. Yeah, they're I winning. I don't see Red Dragon or, or Young Bucks this early in the game really taking it uh, from them just yet. We're leading toward All Out where Red Dragon and Young Bucks will eventually kill themselves in a six 
possibly seven-star spot fest that will take 30 minutes to complete, not including entrances, because the EVPs have to have at least an hour's worth of time on the big pay-per-view. So we'll, I think it'll we'll be a six-man tag match. Oh, oh God, with uh, Cole and Cole Omega. And Omega. Well, I guess that or, gives that gives away your your pick for the last match. Then I guess or Cole and Jay White. No, Jesus Christ, it's interesting. Why not? You know how many people the, the Good Brothers just got put back in the Bullet Club. The Good Brothers and the Young Bucks are on why good terms we, with each other. Why is Bullet Club still a thing? Why is that? What are we talking about? Because when you look at the core of Bullet Club, it's actually still a good group. It's when they have the splinters, like the Elite, or like the House of Torture, which is going on right now, and I want to... <laughs> it's torture watching them. Oh. <laughs> but like, the core of the Bullet Club is good. And that's coming from a New Japan guy. If he's telling you it's torture, believe it. I, I'm not I don't understand how New Japan made me hate... New Japan? Uh, show and Evil. Wow. Wow. Two of my favorite wrestlers. Wow. But, like, watching them wrestle now, uh, like, how you said you fall asleep watching Andrade matches, I fall asleep during Evil's Opens. <laughs> mm. Bullet Club is still Dang. money. Oh, they are no. still money. Not my money. I wouldn't call them L.I.J. Not, yeah. my, money. <laughs> Not my money. Not my money. <laughs> I'm good. I, I've worked <laughs> with or met at least, fuck, based on all the members of Bullet Club, maybe, like, half. I get it. They're, they're they're individually talented, but that group as a whole, anybody that is going to sell a bunch of merch for doing this shit in, in, in the year 2000 and something, fuck out of here. I never jumped on board at all, ever. I never hated them, but at the same time, I just, you just roll your eyes at the shit. When the Elite was there, it was even worse. Like, I actually started, they started growing on me when the Elite left. Because yeah. then it was like they started becoming a little bit more of an original stable. All of the suckets and everything was all gone, and I was I was I was feeling a lot better about it. But then, oh my god, Jay White Jay White went to fucking what was it Impact? He's doing something yeah. with Impact, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he came out, and I was in a room full of other fucking wrestling people. And he came out, and it was a popcorn fart. It was like, who the fuck is that? And I said, <laughs> man, that's Jay White, brother. Who the fuck? What? They were like, yeah, Jay White. He's from New Japan. They were like, oh, oh I have, I, okay. I have an opinion on Jay White that pissed off a lot of people that I know. So, Is it over an overrated thing? No, I love Jay White. Okay, all right, cool. There you go. I, I think support. he has the talent of Brett and the charisma of Sean, and a lot of people got real mad at me for that. Oh, wow. Bull take. Bull take. <laughs> but we're coming, we're coming home here. We're coming home, and I love Speaking the little dangling. Speaking of this, match is overloaded. <laughs> Why is that chain? That's amazing. That chain is frolicking in the wind. Why is <laughs> a very lightweight metal? What is that? Why is it moving yeah. in such? <laughs> it's got it's like some a, sort of plastic. It's a flubber chain. It's just moving due to physics. What is this? And they're I love in one graphic. of those uh, those like chambers with the fan on the floor. All <laughs> oh, right, blowing yeah. the chain around, <laughs> just float around. CM Punk versus MJF in a dog collar match. One of the most rarely seen stipulations and for good reason. Earlier, I think it was James when he said that there was, this, uh, I forgot which match we were talking about. He said it's either, oh, it was the trios match. He said this match is either going to be amazing or a clusterfuck. No in between. I will copy and paste for this match right here. 
This I don't know. Match, this, this, this match is either going to be fucking classic or it's just going to be what the fuck happened. This has got exploding on, death match all over it. I'm no, nervous. Based on I'm the scared. match that they had recently Which and the only other dog collar match in AEW history, I think this will be good. It's, it's got the potential to be more than good. It's got the potential to be great. But right. that's what has me nervous. Because every time AEW goes, this is going to be fantastic. You're going to want to watch this. I Oh, boy. So we'll see. And they only they only drop the ball seldomly. Because I'll admit, the exploding does, right? death match wasn't... Wasn't there. The, wasn't so there. everything with the exploded death match up until the finish was good. Even though mm. I don't like death match stuff. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, that, that finale was definitely um, not great. Brian. Left to be desired. Brian. And somehow yes, Eddie sir. came out the worst of anybody in that match. Do, do <laughs> He wasn't even in the match. Do both participants bleed here or yes. one participant? And if it's no, one, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna both? go with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with both guys. Blood um, bath. I'll even it's gotta say, be a bloodbath. That's the only way. Yeah, this works. I'll say uh, MJF probably gets gets his first, and then. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it, hmm, do I want to change my mind now that I think about it? No, you know what? I'm gonna go with both of them. MJF first, Punk then. Uh, I will say, um, if I had to pick a winner, uh, I would have to go with. Although it would do a lot more for MJF. I mean, he already beat him in Chicago. Um, twice. I feel like Punk. Yeah, twi- yeah twice. <laughs> twice. Right. Yeah. Had to make sure that twice. was out there. Twice. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, again, Punk doesn't really need, like, uh, he, no. Careful, because at some Punk, point. Punk needs this. Yeah, <laughs> at Punk some needs point, this win. He's going to need to fucking win. Uh, right, right. Yeah. He just lost that last one, so I think he's going to get this one back, and maybe it is his it'll, first it'll lead to a rubber in AEW altogether. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they already got that out of the way. So, uh, um, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Punk in this one. I think he's gonna he's gonna take the W. Dave, any excitement in this matchup? Dog collar. Uh, are you uh, new to yeah. the dog collar uh, stipulation? No, I've seen it before. Okay. I believe. All right. So then, yeah, what I've kind never of seen this before? What kind of things are you looking forward to here? I, this is just going to be a. F- I feel like this is just going to be full blown story. The the whole gimmick and everything, the match is going to be very story driven. I was actually shocked that you said blood. To be honest with you, I, I I don't I don't not see it, but at the same time, again, like I said, I I see this being a slow match that just tells a story the entire time. So I, I it's going to be fine. I think I don't really see this match blowing me away though. Ooh. I don't see it even coming close to match of the night. Xander, do we have any pinnacle action in this matchup? Hmm. Oh, yes. Making the motherfucker think. All right. That's when you I say no. I say MJF tries to get Wardlow involved, but Wardlow doesn't get involved. Oh, you're thinking they're going to pull the trigger on Sunday? Not necessarily pull the trigger, but start it. Mm. It's that trigger a little bit. Cause, cause <laughs> some again, tension. Wardlow, I think Wardlow is going to win the ladder match, and then MJF loses here because Boom. Wardlow doesn't help him. And then, as punishment for Wardlow, give me the ring. See, he's driving the the story he came up with earlier. <laughs> yeah. It's all placed together. <laughs> Listen, my stories are like ogres. <laughs> 
What? Okay. They I'm have wait, layers. I'm wait, no, no, no. Let them finish. <laughs> <laughs> they have layers. Oh, okay. Wait, what? It was a Shrek yes, reference. It was oh. just quoting the Shrek reference. Okay. Yeah, we didn't have to wait for that one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's getting late here. Our main like event of the evening here. Adam versus Adam. We're Adam's fun. winning the match. We're for guaranteed. I pick Adam. Adam's gonna win hands down. Adam's Why were they in matching gear on Wednesday? Oh my god! They, <laughs> they were, they were Where are the Adams? The Beaver Boys were in purple. All of Undisputed Era was in black and silver. Adam Page comes out in black and silver. I'm there like, what is. is going on here? It's the Swerve. He is now a member of the Undisputed. Wait, wait! Didn't they have um? They have a new name now. Not the Undisputed Era, obviously. They uh Oh, uh Par no, Paradox no. Uh No, they don't have a name yet. It's just Adam Cole and Red Dragon. No, somebody said something about it now. I forgot what it, the fuck Yeah, AEW copyrighted a couple of names, but they haven't right. given them that name yet. Fair enough. But here we go. Adam versus Adam here. Uh it's so funny. It Paragon. Paragon, there it is. It's so yeah. funny because I feel like even though it's the world title match, and like Xander said earlier, it's more than likely going to be the main event oh no claiborne put in the chat christian is in the ladder match he just beat page before the show went off oh damn it <laughs> christian cage well, finds himself and yet another love christian's winning it christian all the way he'll be the uh, number one contender while he manages the tag team champions Right, uh, he'll he'll beat Sammy for the TNT title. MJF is a bonafide smartass, and I hope CM Punk kicks his ass into reality. And then we're back here. There is an AEW video that calls them the Undisputed Originals. Oh, don't do that. That's nasty. That's a Damn. nasty. Uh, Fucking gross. I wish I could play that. <laughs> I, think, I think that was more of a like. It oh, might have been something that Excalibur no. said in the middle of a segment. Would like to play with it or something. Because just... Excalibur likes to throw random terms out there. Ugh. He's the Xander Lit of AEW commentary. He's... Oh, wow. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know if that's insulting yourself or him. I, I don't know which way that goes. It's in the title. <laughs> no, thanks. Undisputed Originals. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, the AEW world title is on the line. here. You can tell I'm getting giddy here. I'm, ex I'm excited to get into my bathroom right now. Uh, the AW World's <laughs> Heavyweight Champion. I just, I just gave away my secret. Uh, the World Champion Hangman Page. Uh, we'll start, Xander. Adam Page's run as champion thus far. Because you, you were very, when I think it was last year's revolution. Uh, yeah. When we, you were really running down the uh, the storyline of the whole alcohol thing. Yes. And then, like, where it was like, so, okay, so pretty much everything you had said or the idea, the ideology you were sharing about this build toward this character has, I guess, come to fruition at some point, and now here he is as the champion. How has your, what are your thoughts on his reign as champion thus far? I like it because they used, they, again, they, they gave layers to the character. So, like, him having the time limit draw with Danielson and how he didn't like that. And like how he barely beat Danielson, like when he finally beat Danielson, how he didn't feel like a champion because he didn't have the champion showcase wins, and then leading to the death match, the uh, the Texas death match. So it, like it, it's given him a lot of layers, and this is going to be a situation of 
he's wrestling a guy who is similar to him, but I don't want to in character. The atoms are very similar, but Cole is better in every way, which is why he used the line of Paige being the other Adam. And I also like in the graphic, they don't even call him Adam Page. Hangman oh shit! I didn't page. even I didn't even notice that until you pointed. They call him out. Hangman Page, and like I know, like I say it, and people might be like, "Oh, that's it's nothing." The graphics department for AEW has told such a phenomenal story Especially for Hangman for Adam him. Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From like from the first time when you did commentary and it said Adam Page in the lower third says has been drinking. <laughs> it's been money. What, what was what, I, there was one that uh, Adam Hangman Page and it said has never lost his car keys or something like that. Yeah, they were turning into Matt uh, facts at some point that down the line. And then there was one I loved when he was drinking in private parties bar and they were like, "Yo, that drink is twelve dollars." And like he walked off, and then the next week on Dynamite, his lower third said, "Definitely not giving Private Party that twelve dollars." <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and then like once he came out in white wrist tape, and it said Adam Page trying out this white wrist tape thing. So the next week he was in black. It was like white wrist tape didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's all. But yeah, stuff, I think yeah. I think Page takes it. It's a big confidence boost. It's I think I view this kind of how you saw the. Um, the Jericho Kingston and thing, Kingston yeah. match where Paige is great on the chase, but now that Paige has it, we can't have him chase anymore. No, not now, so no. this is him getting over that hump. So this defense is probably the most important one, potentially of the entire run that he has with the title. Yeah. So depending were... on how this match goes and like, again, I know he's going to win, but if this is a great match, then this will be the match that people talk about when they were like, oh, Paige's run was phenomenal. That Cole match. I, it's so funny. I actually think that this match has the potential to really be his best. And, yes. And, and, and of the reign, and maybe even since he, you know, the Kenny Omega match was obviously really, really good. He's had, obviously, him and Omega against the Bucks is another match that people look at and say, well, Paige has done it before. He's had some pretty good matches. I But... Uh, as far as storyline goes, and I was talking to Brian on this one, uh, one of the great parts I thought about the promo leading up was when they started bringing in the personal items. The whole, you know, we used to be roommates, and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we were both the young guys at Ring of Honor, but, you know, I became champion first. And, you know, you came to AEW, I went to NXT, but I became champion before you even became champion here. And like Xander said, there's always that one-upmanship here. Brian, I'll turn it to you here. We're all some. We're all under the understanding that Hangman Page is pretty much going to win this match. I'll let you speak for yourself and give your own pick. But is there something to the of all the matches we've talked about tonight? This one seems like the biggest. He needs to win this. How do you feel about that? Uh, you mean he he needs to win this as far I, as hang, <clears throat> Hangman, Hangman Page, Page right? Character wise, yeah. as champion, with the close relationship he's had with Cole in the past. Now Cole returning as this conquering hero sort of a very experienced and he's done well for himself. Can sure. the new page stand up to the Cole he always knew and uh respected? I think so and I hope so too. Um Hangman, I, he's he's my pick for this match. Um I do think though, with uh just like there was a few other ones. I could see there being a lot of uh maybe outside interference or something going on with this on on the side of Cole, uh, more likely than Hangman, but um, 
I don't know. Is there is there any opportunity or any chance rather that we we see not Kenny Omega come back because I know he's still banged up, but maybe like a promo or, or something to kind of I don't know, kind of stoke that flame because we know once Kenny comes back, he's going to be most likely doing stuff with Cole and who knows if Jay White's going to be around too at, at that point as well. I, there's there's so many moving parts with this one, but I mean, just going back to it, I think with this match, I, I see Hangman walking away with the, with the championship. Um, and really, I don't I don't know where what happens with Cole after this. I don't know if he because they don't really do the rematch gimmick and they don't. But AEW right no. Xander might have hit the head the nail right on the head there when he was mentioning earlier about the Red Dragon Young Buck situation. Cole they've been really playing up the idea of Cole kind of being in the middle. Even more recently, when Red Dragon and Young Bucks were arguing about that one match, and Cole's in the middle. And the two teams walk yep. off. And yes, Brandon, and, and Brandon goes, goes which, which way are you going to go, Adam? Gonna go? Shut, up, Shut Brandon. up, Brandon. Turn the camera off. He never really made a decision either way. We all know which way eventually he will swing. He had a lot of fun with the Elite, but at the same time, he never made more money than when he was with the Undisputed Era. Him and Red Dragon actually go back further than him and the Elite. I don't know how many people know that, but the, but Cole and O'Reilly go back way farther than Cole and the Young Bucks do. So it's an interesting dynamic. One of the greatest feuds in Ring of Honor history. Yeah. It, where does Cole go from here? His talent dictates you can put him anywhere. And that's one of the beautiful parts about Adam Cole. You want to keep him on top. This whole Orange Cassidy deal was not a good idea, and I think they understand that now and, you know, they're going to try to repair that, but there's so many moving parts in the main event scene. I mean, you just named a name right here that I completely forgot about over the last few weeks. What the fuck is Kenny Omega going to do when he gets back? Where the fuck does he land in all of this? There was Trios some... titles. I was just going to bring it up right now, you fucker. Mm. But yeah, there's been a lot of rumor going around about Trios titles and things like that, so we'll see. There's a lot of different avenues they can go. Uh, there's even been some talk. I don't know how much validity it could be with Tony Khan now owning Ring of Honor. If they do do shows under that umbrella, how many AEW talents you think we'll be able to see on that show? Kenny being one of them? Who knows? There's a lot of opportunity now for a lot of people to do shit. The only company really not making any waves and fucking anything is the biggest one. He's the original bridge. In the, in the AEW, right? Because yeah. right when Impact, no, that's different, right? Impact and ROH are different, right? Yes, they're very, yes. Getting mixed up? very okay. different. I'm getting it. I'm getting it confused. Then, all right, never mind. No, but where, your point still stands. When uh, I mean, I Cody did all that screaming about the Forbidden Door, but Kenny kind of made the Forbidden Door. Uh, if, you, if you, I can make an argument, Kenny made it legitimate when he was bouncing from company to company, winning world titles from all of them, and then appearing almost on almost a weekly basis on all these different programs, all, 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 all on a routine basis. I mean. The Forbidden Door is a nice, shocking thing for people to make appearances and debuts and whatnot, but Kenny actually did do a really big thing by appearing on all these shows simultaneously, routinely. Kenny didn't just win the Impact World title and then disappear. He was there almost every pay-per-view. Triple he was a there was more the than he was on AEW. Probably. Triple A was the same thing. He didn't really bring the belt on U.S. television too much, but he made the appearances in Triple A as well. So he was literally being a world champion. All of the time, which thus far, I'm not sure Hangman Page has done yet, but Kenny Kenny has worldwide experience, so he was an easy pick for that. Where do, do we put Kenny Omega back into the world title picture? Who knows? But we're going to have to take one step at a time, which includes this matchup here, Hangman Page and Adam Cole. And that 
Here's your 2022 card for AEW Revolution. My God, my back is killing me, and my knee hurts <laughs> something wicked. But I want to take this time to thank all the people that were in the chat joining us here tonight who joined me on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook here tonight. This was a great, great night. Uh, we haven't been live in a while, so it mm. felt good to finally be out here and interact with some of the people. We got a new voice on the show. Thank you, Brian, for joining us here tonight with that very yes, coming back. Yeah. Stay, stay available. I love you. Yeah, back. I love you, baby. If you've got some free time, I'd love to have you back. Xander. Yeah, we'll talk, man. Xander, I told you at the beginning of this fucking show that we were going to be on the same page, and then you swerved me at the fucking end, you piece of shit. We ended, up, hey, we, hey, ended up, we ended up being on opposite sides yet again. But you know I love you. I wish you the best of luck. Good luck in June. Good luck in July. Good luck in the summer of 2022 and everything you got going on. Dave, you. You, you need to get off your ass and get your shit going so we can plug your shit. <laughs> I might as well. I don't sleep anymore. There so. you go. You might as well do something with that goddamn time. The next time that we will be live for Orsini's Uncensored Mind, obviously WrestleMania weekend is the big weekend. I'm going to save up. All my time and energy for that. Maybe bringing in my A-Squad yet again. I also have to prepare for a, the return. Corona killed it on two occasions. But God damn it, we're back. The official House of Old WrestleMania party is back. I have to get ready for that. I got to have whew, actual people in my house. That's going to be weird again. <laughs> it's been two years since I've had people in my house. Except for my brother, obviously, and family members. But I haven't had any non, non wrestling. I mean, family-related people in my house. So I'm gonna have a packed house. It's gonna be dope. A lot of fun. The booze will be flowing. The chicken wings will be out there. I got one friend who's very upset. I'm buying chicken wings, but it wasn't a racial thing. I just like chicken wings. There's gonna be a lot of that going down. So, <laughs> thank you, Nancy. It was a very fun show. Thank you, CA, yeah. for coming in. Uh, Listen, if you guys want to listen to more of the episodes, catch up on what we're doing, ajoum.podbean.com. Uh, the um, social medias and everything we have on the ticker are down there for all the guys as well. So this is the end of our night. So thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for sharing. And, of course, without a doubt, thank you guys for enjoying episode 223. Now Stephen James pops in. Oh, you What's son up, gentlemen? Of a... WrestleMania parties are a tradition. I gotta message you, bro. You're on the list of people I'd like he to better, invite. If he's, he better be there. I would like <laughs> to invite him. I, he's a busy guy. We'll see. He came in right at I'll the go pick him day. up from wherever he's at. He's in North Jersey. I'll Uber him over to my house. <laughs> uh, so thank you guys for joining the show. We'd like to wish you guys a good night. This is my daddy's 200th episode. If you'd like to sew, buy some mitts, t-shirts, mugs, tank tops, beats to house, phone cases, go to H-A-O-U-N.com. This is my daddy's 200th episode. This still keeps him busy, and he's not playing with me, so stop listening. But, but he's actually wearing me, so I won't fight.